You show us everything you've got. You keep on dancing and the room gets hot. You drive us wild, we'll drive you crazy. You say you want to go for a spin. The party's just begun to let you in. You drive us wild, we'll drive you crazy. You keep on shouting, you keep on shouting. Ah. Wanna rock and roll all night <laughs> and party every day. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah. Classic track. That's it. Who doesn't want to rock and roll all night and party every track. day? Come on. I just realized you're wearing heavy duty. Heavy duty. How do you know heavy duty? So you want to know the, the real story? Yeah, sure. So real story starts. Uh, Phil had a pumpkin smash competition. Okay. And I've always wanted to talk to him. Big fan of his work. He was actually doing a project near my house. I'm like, okay, how do I talk to this guy? Pumpkin smash competition started. I threw it in. Conversation started. I'm like, hey, you know, big fan. Can I get some merchandise? Like, yeah, absolutely. Come by. Believe it or not, he took the time to talk to me. We spoke for half that's, an hour. And he, you know, he some great advice. Just an absolute amazing human being. Yeah, and you know, sure. you know how they say you shouldn't meet your heroes? Wasn't true with Phil. <laughs> wasn't true at all. No, he's, yeah. he's a great guy. So it's just funny. I was, actually contempl- I was contemplating whether that wearing that shirt today for today's really? show. So it's just kind of funny. Yeah. We aren't wearing the same dress. Thank God. That yeah, kind of idea, know, right? That would have been a little awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Joe and Anthony, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, Thank no, you. great to be here, it's man. great to Thank have you guys you. here. I know it's a little late in the day. That's uh, okay. Things are a little busy or, I guess, chaotic with the holiday season going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's fun, though. So it's good to have you guys on board. What are we going to chat about today? Uh, just contracting, you know. Uh, Joe, well, first of all, Joe and I are, Joe and I are cousins. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So uh, we started building with Lego in our aunt's basement oh, way back when. I'm 27. Joe, how old are you? 25. Oh, you guys are babies, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> styrofoam. I still use styrofoam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy. Okay. So, yeah. So it started out as a childhood passion. We've brought into our adulthood. And then, you know, we've been taking on jobs together. Nice. And just building across the GTA, it's great. And, you know, sometimes they say it doesn't work with family, but in our case, it does. It always works with family. Yeah. <laughs> it always works with family. Yeah. Let me let me share the detail. First of all, Deluso Tile, I'm wearing their tea today. Uh, the boys there, Frank and everybody, uh, thank you so much. But on the table here, I've got Joseph and Anthony. How do you pronounce the last name? Mazzoni. Mazzoni. Uh, Festa. Way. Uh, how do you pronounce the Italian way? Mazzoni. Mazzoni. <laughs> That's it. Festa Group Contracting Inc., uh, you guys have been at it, this business for two years. Yeah. Okay, Together, but yeah. you guys have been swinging the hammer before that. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. he's He's got one story. I got another from when we both started. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. So, Mazzoni Anthony at gmail.com and Joseph uh, Mazzoni at, at gmail.com. Uh, no, no, I'm just reading the notes here. All right. Nope. <laughs> so, what's the stories? I'll go first. Um well, it started in grade one when I got suspended for the first time. and um, Took you all the way until grade one? Great, I know, so long. <laughs> you got to get to our generation, man. <laughs> We're in preschool. <laughs> and uh, my mom didn't want to keep me at home, so she told my dad, hey, take him, right? So get in the truck, 7 o'clock in the morning, and I'd go on site. He was doing subdivision work up in Bradford off of Adams Street. Yep. And uh, he'd just sit me in the Bobcat and start doing some Bobcat stuff, and then slowly, slowly... As I got older, I'd go to him with his private jobs once he left doing uh, subdivision development and uh, you know, sweep up, clean up drywall scraps, all that kind of stuff. And then every summer, until I, I, I mean, my story deviates a little bit, I went to culinary school. So that's well, a chef's right? in construction, man. Yeah, you know, the, the two are the similar worlds, man. Very busy, very high pace. Uh, yeah, a lot, lot of tools. Uh, a lot of tools, tools. exactly. Yeah, tools, yeah. They're very yeah. similar. 
right? So I did that, went to culinary school, but after COVID hit, the money wasn't there anymore. And, uh, you know, it was just time, pick something else, right? So when I went back with my dad and I've uh, been going ever since, strong, man, that's it. And yours? <laughs> so my story begins as a kid, actually. Um, so I spent a lot of time at my grandmother's house and my cousins who live next door were contractors. They still are. Okay. And, you know, as a kid, they always had money, always had a motorcycle, nice truck. So it was intoxicating, right? So you see that. It's like, okay, this is kind of what I want to get into. And they'd take me with them, you know, on the jobs in the summer. And then, you know, weekends, I'd go clean the shop, load material, that kind of stuff. And that's kind of how I got hooked. And then from there and on, uh, I was a laborer for five years. I did that while I was in school. Uh, then once I finished school, I started uh, in the condo game. Did you complain about the sweeping, the cleaning up? No, no, never. Work? You know what? We never had sweeping compound. We had no masks from what I remember. We didn't no, I, I mean, it's still going on today, but there was no complaining, right? You were learning. No, yeah, we were learning. You, we were there. Yeah, I don't think I got paid. Ten bucks an hour. <laughs> my, like dad, my dad that. was fairly fair. You got paid other ways. Yeah, yeah. I got paid an experience, right? right? You can't, so uh, what was their saying? You can't, you can't, uh, you can't learn experience. Something like that. Can't learn experience from a book. That's that was their saying to me. So why are you guys the rare? Like the majority of your age group isn't like this. They're complaining about a lot of shit. Yeah, Not enough I, money, <laughs> dirty job. Yeah. Where's this going to lead to? This is going to be temporary. I can't see this as my career for the next. 40 years. You guys have heard it, right? Am I the only oh, one? We hear it on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. hear it and, and you see it too. You see yeah. it like all my friends and stuff. I'm the only one except one other guy. But What's everybody else doing? Who's a dishwasher? Who's still working retail? Who's still... I have one friend. He's a car salesman. He's doing well for himself. Um, but all my other friends, it's like there's no volia. It's an Italian <laughs> word. There's no drive. drive. There's no willingness to Someone go Someone took it out of them. Yeah, and I, I don't know where that stems from. Maybe because we had it, we had it instilled in us from a young age that you know nothing comes without hard work, and you know what you put in is what you're going to get out. So, what are the older trades saying about the younger trades? Oh, this just drives not there. Quality's not there either, and uh, it's just um, it's a battle, right? Because you got the older guys who are push, 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 and more the younger guys who are laid back, you know. Check will be in the mail on Thursday. Don't worry. That kind of uh, mentality and attitude. And I've talked to a lot of the older guys because I lo everyone has a story. And yeah. I love walking around site talking to these yeah. older guys and hearing their story. And the story goes from what I hear a lot of these older guys is back in the day when they would work, you know, if you didn't hustle, they'd tap you on the shoulder at the end of the day and say, hey, thanks for your time, but we don't have any work tomorrow. We're slow. And send you home. Now, it's just saturated. There's so much work that you can keep the guys who, you know, aren't the best quality. But it's affecting your business. 100%. And, and now you guys are starting your own business, and you know that there's a potential here of affecting your business. Yeah. Vetting I mean, process. Yeah. Right? You got to vet your guys. But then you're going to keep on tapping the shoulder almost every week. Then you got to find another shoulder. Got to find another guy. Right? But it, but it depends, right? A lot, of, a lot of my trades, I'm lucky because I have connections through my dad, right? So my dad's already done the vetting process. He's built the relationship. So for me to say, hey, dad, I need the drywallers here on X day, just give them a call, say, hey, show up. You know what I mean? And then I know they're good. Obviously, I like to be on site. I like to make sure everything's running well. But at the same time, I know that if I have to go jump to another site, I can leave them there and I'm okay and comfortable because my dad has the experience. He tells me they're okay. I've seen them work. I've been on site with them on my dad's sites. And, you know, they, I'm okay with with the guys that I have right now. And uh, some of them are young, some of them are old. Uh, the young guys, like us, a lot of drive, a lot of passion. You know, they're just putting in the work. They'll, 
sit their head down for the or put their head down and just go 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 you know Bo- i have boarders that can do 45 55 sheets in a day and it's like they're cutting drywall and it's falling apart in their hands like it's it's crazy man and you can see the guys who really love what they're doing and they got the skill and they got the passion and those are like that's what we're keeping our eyes out for right and just looking for other trades going forward in the future so why do you guys want to be in construction just have a passion for it. i love it we oh love no no like fuck the passion okay talk. like why do you guys want to be in construction there's just there's something about a finished product Okay. Building something and putting your name on it and just saying, you know, I was a part of this or I helped build that. It's just, it just gives you a feeling like no other. But when was that set in in your mindset? Like, when did you oh. first understand that? I'm I'm leading to somewhere. Yeah, that's, that's I'm just why. trying to think. It, uh, you know, I was a young age. I was probably I probably oof, ten, twelve years old. Okay. Around there. So what happened? I'm trying to remember the job. So you saw something on a job oh, I site. Oh, par- I participated. You participated. Yeah, so, so I helped out, right? Okay. And just the, the feeling afterwards, like it was just phenomenal. I think it was a basement, and I can't remember where. Again, brought along with my cousins with weekend work, and I just ended up doing that, and just. So the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I mean it's a hard career. For sure, it it's, is. It's hard for us to find the right crew, the yeah. team. We're dealing with client and unrealistic expectations. Yep. And budgets that were constantly fighting <laughs> and loss of potential money. I'm sure that you're, you know, oh, everybody. We know. They've yeah. All, yeah, exactly. I got fucked over. I didn't make any money on this one, yep. but I'm learning something and I'm going to make it on the next one, whatever. But I got to still family to provide for. Absolutely. So it's like there's all these things here. And then all of a sudden everyone kind of shines the passion light up. And I'm like, yeah, fuck the passion. I don't get, get rid of that and try to, I want to try to figure out exactly the real reason why we do it. Cause a lot of people get into it because of that love. But yeah. they also get out of it because of that love. That's what happened to me in the chef game, where I started. I would I loved cooking. So my Zia, I was aunt in Italian. Uh, it was ever since I was <laughs> what, five, six, seven, baking cookies, making food with her, all that, and I fell in love with it. Right, so I started that. And then during my co-op placement, that uh, the restaurant doesn't exist anymore, Canyon Creek. It was behind Von Mills. I had one uh, coworker come up to me and he said, "You really love cooking?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, you're, you're going to hate it. You're going to hate it in about three, four years. The passion is going to die because you're going to see the real side of the business. And, and the money isn't there to provide you enough to support a family unless you're running your own restaurant, right? So me working on the line, it's like, yeah, I got to give it my all every time I'm there because we're getting slammed. Chits are coming up through out of our asses. And, and then the love kind of falls out of it because it all becomes a chore. But that happens in construction. But the difference with construction and cooking, I find for me, and this is why I like, I'm leaning more towards the construction is my long-term career path is in construction, there's always something new. It, when you're in the restaurant and you have, you have a menu, right? It's the same thing day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out. Different little nuances and bullshit here and there. But that's construction too. Yeah, you're a basement rental and you're doing framing, you're doing mechanical, you're doing drywall, you're doing finishing. But there's different, there's different challenges with each job site. Yeah. And I think that provides a little bit more excitement and a little more, hey, this is something new that I can conquer and something new that I can learn from, right? So there's always, there's always something new. Every job site, it, you can do 20 basements in a year. Well, that's a little much. But let's say you do five basements in a year. Each of those basements, you're going to have your own set of problems, your own set of solutions, every, everything you got you to gotta work with. And that's what I like. And, and especially the fact that, in construction, you, you precipitate something out of your mind yep. and, and it becomes reality. And it, it was just an idea. And you, your own two hands is what you use to, to create something, 
right? That's what I really like. I'm not about questioning it. you guys. I'm just I'm no, trying I'm, to, I'm telling I'm, you. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to get more uh, because people always go to the go to, and I'm like, that's not enough to stay sustainable in this industry. It's not enough, right? And 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 unfortunately, in construction, you have to have the hurt to really appreciate the good. Oh, for sure. So you will get screwed over. For sure, yeah. Right? You will make mistakes that will cost you. Either eat it up, and then all of a sudden you'll have to take the fault, and then hopefully you can make it back on the next one. That's it. Experience is the best teacher. That's what I find. Yeah. Right? Like, I've always been, you know, I learn by doing. So by doing it, whether it be a success or a failure, at the end of the day, you learn, right? So you got to keep your chin up and just keep going forward. So I'm curious, what are the old men, what tools they use? And what tools not, do you not guys Milwaukee, use? Not Milwaukee, sure. man. No, we're, we're, Milwaukee we're Milwaukee boys, boys pack out <laughs> everything. The back of my, my pickup, not even the bed. The bed I keep from me through. You guys are all red? All red, All red, baby. But the old men are not red. No. There's no way mean? in hell. Cheetah? Italian and old man? No, no, no way. No. Oh, my God. We have an Never. uncle, and, like, when we borrow tools, like, hand tools from him, it's like, you know, there's, like, six nails in it. Like, oh, man. Like, hey, he's got... It's, like, blood on a couple of the handles. Crazy. He's got yeah, nails holding in the pickaxe head from the top of the stick. He doesn't want to change the stick, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, come on, bro. What's wrong with that? That's the way they're supposed to look. I guess it tells a story. Character story. That's it. Yeah. Well, well what? To, I guess they just whatever that whatever was working, and they make it work. Yeah, and if they it make it work. Fail, right? they make it work again. And what I notice is they repair a lot of their tools. Where if something gets busted, we just throw it out. I always right? had that question about social media and tour viewers and why aren't more tour viewers doing repair and maintenance of tools instead of just showing off brand new tools? That's or true. am I just asking a stupid question? No, moment? but it affects their business, right? They, I think they probably make more off the sale than they do off the repair. I'm just saying, like, don't we as contractors live by live and die by our maintenance guy? Yeah. So if a tool fails, yeah. then basically that's going to cost you money. And, and not everybody has three of the same tool. No. Yeah. So if you got one particular tool and it fails and it breaks down or whatever, yeah. you got to get it fixed as soon as possible. Yeah, Otherwise, you're, you're losing money. Yeah, you lose the day, you know. But as a tradesperson, you should learn how to fix them already on your own. Well, that's good. It's true. We yeah. keep on complaining sure. about clients don't know how to hang a picture. <laughs> we yeah. They hire tools. us to hang the picture. <laughs> yeah. But we should be learning more on maintaining our tools. Like the, told oh, oh, I maintain my tools. <laughs> hey, this guy? Oh, oh do I take God. care? So I don't, I don't store them in the garage. So if you want to steal, break into my garage. They're not in there. Uh, only store, yeah, store them in the house. Um, <laughs> so listen up, everybody. Break into the house. Break into the, the house. Tools, yeah, okay? I mean, yeah, yeah. If you want to take the pack out. <laughs> Take that. Um, Even I got pack outs because I think they're the they're best amazing. storage oh, unit. I know, gosh, totally. Yeah. So, yeah, I take care of my tools. Like, you know, like, for example, the, the chip, my chipping gun, right? the <laughs> chipping gun. I tell them every time you use it, grease it. It's like, yeah, there's still grease, grease the in the bit. chuck. I don't uh, care. Grease it. It's my gun. And then my dad hasn't greased a bit. In and then his gun hasn't been greased since they bought it. But it still thing. works, right? doesn't matter. Uh, we sent it to Hilti yeah. uh, the other day, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it just All got right. back. See? And then yeah. there you go. I keep a rag in the, in the, in the, the box. Cause then you clean the, the grease goes everywhere. Grease goes everywhere. You I clean know. it up after you put it in. I have a zip, not a zip tie. It's, um, it's like one of those Velcro cord holders. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you ravel the cord the way you took it out, put the cord back in, close it. That's it. Doesn't anybody know how to wrap a cord in the construction no. industry or what? No, 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 no. Joe doesn't old own cords because he's gone all cordless. I'm cordless. Completely. Every single tool is cordless. His table yeah, saw. Milwaukee, everything. Oh, everything's cordless. SDS? SDS is cordless. <laughs> yeah, I was using it today, everything. putting up walls in a basement. Everything's cordless. Wow, 
that's a lot of batteries, hey. man. Oh, he's got we got 5.0s, 12.0s. You're all over the map. Me, me, I all your run. lights are all Milwaukee. Yeah, I don't, I don't own any sight lights. I only work on sites with electricity oh, for no, now, anyways. Flashlight. The day, the day, the day. Yeah, my flashlight. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> my flashlight's <laughs> battery offered, but but I haven't, I haven't gone to the point where I need to go out and buy a light yet. So you're gonna need a cord at some point. I have an extension cord if I, if I got to pull power to charge my batteries. That's about it. Okay. It's really simple. <laughs> Anybody who's listening, you do not wrap cords around your arm. Do up not. Like that. I do not you like do that. do not twist them that way. You wrap them like a guitar string yep. or like a fisherman with cord, like rope. So you, you put it on the floor and you make you a circle let it, with you, it. No, you, you can hang it if, if you ever, I don't know if you're musicians or whatever, but. I was. You, you got to let the natural curve of that cord go and do what it's got to do, which yeah. you'll naturally just coil if, itself. If I start seeing crazy eights, as I call them, oh. the cord goes like this, <laughs> you know what I do? And I've, done, and I've done it. I've unraveled it, thrown it back on the floor, do it again. I hate it. Do man. it again. It's not how I you're, gave it to the you. The moment that you do it the first time, you've killed that cord. And then yeah. you got to wait for a hot day. Yeah. So throw it, it out on side. That's it. On yeah. the ground and let the heat bake it and then coil it properly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Sums it up again. I'm just saying you're gonna have to. You're, you're gonna need cords one day. I guarantee. I keep you. telling them, but like whatever. <laughs> Try to stay away, man. It's a lot of batteries, man. Tons. Tons. How many batteries you walk with? It's crazy. Four, four, six and <laughs> three two And then you got the M12s. And then I got I got three M12s. I got my heated jacket. There's, there's been a lot a of battery of theft going on lately, man. Battery theft, tool theft, truck theft. If Dutch, you look in our yeah. area, yeah, our oh area. my god, man! Do you guys think it's tradespeople stealing them, or you think it's I just think everyday so. people just stealing them and selling them for I, shit? I, it's everyday Crux. people, and 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 it's a joke on the site. It's like who wants to steal tools? Nobody wants to work anymore. <laughs> so they, they they steal them for what, what, what are you stealing for a job yeah. no you're not stealing for a job steal yeah. material for a job not even are they still stealing material no i think so uh, really? i think so no i don't know i haven't well, had you, any the plumbers yet. go to the shop you know you got the big drum of uh, abs glue you fill up yeah, your we're little talking thing like copper, I mean, yeah still it's still stealing material i think on the bigger side how happens. big is that drum come like a like a five gallon or something? i think a 55 gallon huge, drum yeah. i think it's a massive drum yeah. Jeez, the scent coming off of that thing already, eh? I can smell it from here. Holy shit. Love the smell of it. They make it that big, really? I've never seen it that big. Sure, if you got a shop. You ever see the form workers? The form workers have the same one for their form oil. It's got a pump on top and just pump it. I've seen that. Yeah, that's similar to what But ABS glue that big? Yeah. Oh, shit. That almost like a vat of custards. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Open that drum Imagine that tips over. (laughs) The shop is done. And then you fall into it. And you fall into it. it. (laughs) It's like that mouse in the mouse trap, eh? Trying to get fucking out of there. uh, The glue trap. The glue trap, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so where did the name come from, man? Other than it being a party, like what's going on here? That's, uh, that's another family it? story. Is that no, what it is? I'll, I'll okay. take this another family story. Okay. Go ahead, Joel. So uh, every year, our uh, our hometown back from Italy. All of where, our, where, where? So we're from Latino Gallo Matese, which is where's that? Naples. In, Naples. Okay. Beside yeah. Naples, it's in uh, Provincia Campania. So it's about it's on a mountain actually. So the town's in a valley. Right, so on one side of the valley is the town, and on the other side is all forest. And there's a nice river running through the middle, and it is picturesque. Like yeah, it's course, stunning. Eight hundred people. Eight hundred people, just like <laughs> Scarborough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> picturesque. I can see the bluffs there, right? Oh, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same thing. Uh, so, so all the paisans that came to Canada. 
from when they did come, they did the Festa della Madonna, which is their their kind of churches yes. customs that they do every year. Yes. So during Ferro Agosto, we do it in September, the first uh, the long weekend of September, and all of our cousins are, they end up there, right? So for us, a lot of our trades are our cousins, right? So, Seriously, yeah. <laughs> so our electrician's cousin, our plumber's a cousin. We got an HVAC guy who's our cousin. Lighting supplier. Uh, lighting supplier. <laughs> wow. Um, gas man, the gas man, or sorry, the the ice man. Yeah, that's what the I said. Refrigeration guy. Yeah, he's our cousin. <laughs> he's our cousin. So it's all it's all the festa, right? Yeah. So everybody from the festa. So it's festa group. That's why. That's clever. I like it. Right. So what do you guys want to do, man? Like, what do you guys want to shake up? You guys gonna get to building homes? Yeah, that's the plan. Eventually. Right? So so big risk of losing money. Oh, hundred percent, right? Especially that, on the first one. A few times, yeah. Yeah. So Someone gonna guide you guys on the first one? Well, yeah, we have we have Joe's dad, right? So okay. he's Joe's done dad. he's done he's three homes. Okay. He's done York Downs, one twenty seven York Downs, and one oh it was either one oh three or one oh four, and he severed the lot. He did A and B. So those were the sites that I was working on in the summer, you know, drywall nice. scraps, doing a little bit of. But you weren't really there. paying attention to the uh, actual. Not really. Game. I wasn't. I wasn't there mentally, man. I was more Game Boy. Pokemon. See, that's a different game now that you guys. You guys were there, but you guys weren't there. Right? Yeah. You weren't there yeah. mentally. Yeah. You weren't. So now in. you have a business, and now you've got to be there. You have to. Exactly. You don't have a choice. But Joe's dad still help. We're still his apprentices. As yeah, much I as still work under my dad. He's. Uh, He's there with us. Yeah. Uh, I'll usually do... It depends. So for me, like, I'll do... Like, right now, I started a, a basement for my girlfriend's cousin. Okay. Uh, so it's me and my girlfriend's father. Okay. And my dad is just my advisor. If I have any questions or whatever, give him a call. If I need a trade number, give him a call. Um, so I'm doing that three days a week. And then the other four days a week, we're doing his jobs, which are also my jobs as well. So me and him split on his jobs. I do my own thing. He does his own thing. And then we also, he also works with other partners that I'll go on for an hourly wage. And uh, so I'm doing all kinds, learning all kinds, different contractors, different ways of doing things. Thousand ways to skin a cat, man. So, you know. Have you guys figured out how to make money? Yeah. yeah. Are you guys making money? Yeah. yeah. You sure? Make yeah, yeah, we're making and, money. And, and you know okay. how? Because I, I control all the paperwork. That's it. I, he <laughs> does all the homework. <laughs> so it's nice that you guys have that split. Yeah. No, That's for sure. important, right? Yeah. I've yeah. always said partnerships actually make a lot of sense if you right, find the right partner. Yeah. No, that's that's, it. It. that's what it comes down to, right? So, yeah, paperwork, paperwork side's all me. You know, I control the budget. I make the budget. I, I track progress draws. I track uh, change orders because change orders are a big one. So yeah, it's all everything's documented. I, I don't do anything unless it's documented. You using a particular program, or you just made up your own? No, so yeah, I have my own Excel sheet that okay. I use. All right, no, everyone gets started that way. Yeah, right? there's a lot of people coming out of the woodwork that are offering programs. It may not necessarily work for you and, and your your company. Or yeah, whatever, at the, at, the, at the stage right now, like those high, like I, I've used a lot of those higher end company. I mean, yeah, programs. Sorry, and it's yeah for for a larger scale company, they're amazing. Before we're doing now, it's the methods we have now yeah. work. Yeah. So are you guys also paying yourselves? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Just a lot yeah. of guys in the beginning, they don't realize that they think that they're part of the the business itself, and so they pay everybody else, and then they realize, here's my profit. This is what I got left over. My piece of it comes out of that, which is not so the case. So, so uh, yeah. what I, what we've noticed is a lot of guys, especially the older guys, they'll go in. They know the numbers. They know the unit prices, right? And they'll. They'll tell the client the price, right? Yeah. And and they'll say, hey, my, they'll call the plumber, right? They'll budget the plumber for $800, let's say, two fixtures. Yeah. And then um, they'll two, tell the- Two fixtures at $800? 
I'm I'm just throwing numbers out. Okay, there. that's cheap. I, I'm just. I, I I'm not. Okay, I, I, plumbers. Okay, all right, no, no, I, I, plumbers <laughs> are like ears are pricking up, going what? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. We we, we 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 get good deals. Um, okay, all right, no, no. That's, hey, what you get and what you sell, two different exactly. things. Exactly. Right? So, what it costs to make an iPhone exactly. and what it sells yeah, what for, it sells two, for two different things. things. Right. So so let's say that my dad charges the client. Um, let's say the budget is a thousand bucks, but then the plumber comes to my dad and says, "Hey, look, like I need an extra hundred bucks." Now my dad's down a hundred bucks. Right. Whereas me and him, we will start from the beginning, calculate all of our material, all of our labor costs. We'll get the trades in there to tell us what they want. And then we'll make sure that there's enough on the side for our profit. Right. So we we price to make sure that we're getting paid at the end of the day. Right. That I, I don't have to take much out of my out of my profits to say, hey, my taper wanted an extra 200 bucks or whatever. But we, we know that like we can add on our percentage on top and we're okay giving them an extra hundred bucks, 200 bucks because we've it. already made our two yeah. or three G's or whatever. Yeah. So and right? if, the, if the schedule goes well, I know exactly how much we'll make every week and how much we get. Before every we week. even start the job. Before we start the job. Yeah. Right. Right. So that's and big, a lot like, of people don't do that. Yeah. They'll just well, go uh, in there and say, hey, my plumber's this. And yeah. Like something well, happens. And but that's the old more. way of doing that's, exactly. and that's what we I don't said, like that's the old way. We don't like that. Right. Like I need, I like, I'm a numbers guy. I like to see everything presented to the client and be like, hey, this is it. And this is the schedule we're looking at, right? And it helps them envision it because they can prepare for, okay, you know, I got this guy coming that day. Let me make sure this is out of his way or let me make sure the driveway's available. That kind of thing, right? Are you guys also presenting to the client your profit? No, no, never. never. You don't let them know what your management costs, fees, no, or anything no, like that? No, none of their business. So as far as they're concerned, we don't get paid. No, but you got to still, they got to ask about it. The, the problem is, is that the client never truly appreciates what our they time and, and, and that's why we don't like to tell them because yeah. they're never going to understand the amount of knowledge and experience that we've gone through to get to the point. You don't pay for our time. You pay for our experience. Of course. Right. So it's you, we can say, Hey, we're, we're 2000 bucks a week. Right. But they'll, they'll look at it as what the hell are you doing? You're just standing around kind of pointing the finger, but you don't know what goes on behind the scenes. I got to do home. There's a bunch run. of stuff before you even set foot on that job. Site. Yeah, yeah like, of course. And, and, and a lot of them don't realize like gas and, and, and car, right. Time, to get to the site. Travel time. That, that's everything. a cost. Oh, of course. Oh, you got to factor all that stuff. In. Yeah. Appreciation but, you of know. your tools, your truck, your oil yeah. changes, your tires, your brakes. Well, with that many batteries, there's lots of <laughs> batteries. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, you're going to have to get new batteries. No batteries eventually do fail. They do. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't been down that road yet. Huh? Uh, Let them die. No, Milwaukee's pretty good though. If you date your batteries from Milwaukee, I think oh, it's under warranty, three yeah. years. Yeah. You bring it back. You say, Hey, you put a multimeter to it. You say, Hey, look, I got a voltage drop. We'll give you a new battery for free. Will they really? You got to you got to date your it's batteries, gotta be, though. It's but it's got within warranty. So I, I thought their serial number on the date yeah. of purchase wouldn't that be dating it already? It, it would, but just for your own records, you can't read a serial number unless you know what you're looking at. You worked in Milwaukee. No, when before. you bring it in, though, you show it to them. Yeah, but I don't want to make the trip there and spend gas and time to go oh, okay. right. So, date so your three batteries. years, but if it's older than three, if it's older, if it's older than three, they won't take it. it. So within three, within if three. I'm almost positive, it's no, no, it's within three. It's within three. Yeah, we did a trip recently. Okay. Some new batteries. Yeah. Yeah, tools too. Your tools, tools break. They open it and they oh, say yeah. they can't fix it. We'll give you a new one. Really? Yeah. I, I have um, I, the little saws. I call it the turkey carver. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> talking about. Yeah. I call it the turkey the carver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that the LED was flickering on the front. I don't know what the hell happened to it. I brought it to Milwaukee. They're like, yeah, here, take a new one. So what's with Milwaukee's miter saw and, and the I have f- it. and the, the the invisible table saw. Invisible table saw. Do they have a table saw finally? Yeah, they do. Battery operated. It's battery operated. It's good, man. No, it's good. It's, it works. It works. How it's many fantastic. charges do you have? Or you have the, the six pack? pack. You have the, the six pack. You, right? you, do, you have the six pack. I, I, it's on backward. I got yeah, the new one that in. clips into my pack out. For the, <laughs> I, everything's got a pack out, man. Really? I like, I'm a big pack out fanatic. 
keeps me organized, keeps everything. It, well, I know exactly well, what's in my truck. I'll show you the truck after. It's wild. <laughs> I, I, I have some it's tools wild. on that. Is it a truck or a van? No, it's truck. A I have a you 1500. Went, you went pickup truck with all the pack outs in the back? I don't have my back. You got to see how he rigged, he rigged it up. He built his own platform that clips into it. And then it comes out. Yep. Yeah, if I need it to come out, it'll come out. How are you? You have a cab. I do. That's I have full why. cab. That's, That's why. why. Full yeah. cab. Right? Mm. I didn't want to put my tools in the back because if I got to bring drywall, I got to bring studs, I got to get rid of garbage, then I got to leave all my tools there. And it's a disaster for me. I'd rather keep everything in the cab and then I have my back for whatever I need it It's for. smart. It makes a lot of sense. No, to me, it made sense. Convenient. Right? It's all about convenience. Even the hand tools are Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. I got a question I, that. I, uh, no, I got, mine are. No, no, yeah. I got an S-wing hammer. There's certain things <laughs> no. that like, I know no. what's, what's better. I think you're the first person probably on this show to admit that. Why admit it? I don't know, because it's an old school hammer. Exactly. It is an old school hammer. Yeah, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. No, I, I'm not saying they're bad <laughs> hammers, but all <laughs> the cool hammers. kids are using what these days, right? So it's like they're spending four bills on a hammer. Nah, it's You can get a nice hammer, right, for, for next to nothing. That's it, man. 22-ouncer for, what, 60 bucks at the depot? Like, oh, you don't wrong. have to swing as much. You don't have to, It hurts your arm after. So. Ah. Develop the bicep. <laughs> I, you know what's funny? I had an old guy say that to me recently, because I... Uh, He's like, why such a heavy hammer? I'm like, because it, it, it gives me the power I need. Yeah, by the end of the day, your arm's tired. I'm like, listen, I'm swinging the hammer. Don't worry. <laughs> like, <laughs> you go to the gym, you stay fit. Yeah, dude, like, you swing uh, the hammer all day, man. So you guys are, you have everybody, all trades are all set up. You guys don't have to bring anybody else on board or are you guys still looking? No, we're always looking. Okay. Like, always looking. Oh, sorry, to join, to join our, Well, yeah, to, to be us? with you guys to work because you guys aren't doing everything. No. no, we no, sub out no, electrical. No. We sub out yeah, exactly. the, the big jobs, but yeah. like you know, stuff we do in, we can do in house. We do ourselves, obviously. Yeah, like you're not going to call a drywaller for a bathroom. You can do that yourself. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we're always willing on to you know take on new people, new trades, and you know a lot of oh. guys surprise us. Like people have reached out, being like, "Hey, uh, you know, we do drywall or taping," and they end up being one of the best. Yeah, yeah, he's the best. That's how we met the. That's how we met yeah. our taper. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah. What are the clients like these days? That you guys are coming across. So you, I've heard of this before when it was it was young trades just getting started. Even though they have all their shit all set up properly, clients will still question a young yeah. trades person. No, there's definitely some skepticism we put up with. Of course, like we right? See it, right? And and honestly, like I agree with them. Like you know, two young guys walk in talking about a subject you know nothing about, right? Yeah. So they question it. Okay, I don't know what they're talking about. Do they know what they're talking about? Like, how do I know they're not full of it? The work shows. But when that's what happens. So product, the what, what we've been doing a lot is we, we, like everyone, we document our jobs and showing them the visual aspect and how we got from point A to point B really helps out. And we use a lot of references. We, you know, we contact previous clients, be like, you know, um, is it okay if, you know, we distribute your phone number to this client, they want to call you and like, yeah, no problem. Sure. Absolutely. And, uh, it's word of mouth, it word of mouth. Guys, yeah. hundred percent. Right? Yeah. I'm also noticing with clients too, is that there's a lot of indecisiveness. Like I can show up with. I can show up to a site, take note of everything that needs to be done, form a quote, and then I go back the next day and it's all change order, change order, change order, change order, change order. When you're saying device, what is it? Because Indecisive. Of it's like they, they can't finalize a product before I, like I'm up, like this, this basement, I've, I've started, I've started framing, but now we're talking about moving walls, new doors, this and that. And it's like, I have my plates shot down already. Like now, now I got, I got, cause it's a finished basement already. I'm just going on top of existing. They want a bedroom and some other stuff. Um, 
now now we're talking about taking out my tap cons. Now I got holes in the floor that but I got to repair. That's where you come in now, Anthony, because now you got to factor in. That's that's what's the change. Now you uh, got work to remove. It it comes down to man hours, and that that's how that's how we price our changes. So you right? go back to the client, and you go, listen, here's the scope. You want us to make the change. This yeah. is what the man hours are going to be. Correct. This is the cost for it. Do you yep. guys want to prove it? Go from there. Exactly. exactly. Simple that's as right. that. And that's why a scope of work at the beginning of the project is so important. And I cannot stress it enough. A scope of work has to be thorough, has to be detailed. And you and the client both have to understand it in and out. That way, when a change order does come, there's no fight. Right? But you guys are also in that scope. You guys are also putting down, like even at the beginning, your estimate, you're putting down specific fixtures that they're purchasing. They've agreed to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot, a, lot, a lot of times we get them to purchase it before. Or before we or, even start. Or we purchase it. I know, but I've had there. clients like change um, a range five days before it's supposed to be installed. Yeah. Change it to a completely different model that is going to affect the whole cabinetry at that point. That's where you have to educate them. You sit down and be like, look, this, oh, no, totally. you this change. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. And I, and I think a lot, a lot of the clients, if you, they're, they're reasonable. If you sit down with them, you educate them. A lot of it comes with education. You just got to educate them on, you know, what this change causes, the repercussions of this change, right? And then it's going to affect this. It's going to delay this. It's going to cost this. And then they get a better grasp of it. Okay, you know what? I can live without that, but can we change this? Sure, that doesn't affect X, Y, and Z. Tired of keeping track of paper estimate documents? Make the switch to digital estimating with Potabit Quantify. Quantify offers electrical and mechanical contractors the ability to centralize all estimates, pricing, and bid documentation. Quantify offers users automated takeoff, pricing service, manual drafting, public tender searching, full closeout, and much more. Set your contracting business up for long-term success with Patabit and never lose an estimate again. Go to www.patabit.com to book a software demo or sign up for a free two-week trial today. Let me do a little history and construction. <laughs> I just had a quick peek at this. We're doing history of drill. Of the drill? Of the drill. Of the Milwaukee of the drill? drill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor drill. Oh, so a bore drill were created in Egypt around 3000 BC. Augers were created by ancient Romans. Yep. The first electric drills were made in Australia by Arthur Arnott and William Brain in 1889. They were made handheld a few years later by Germans, uh, Wilhelm and Carl Fien. Uh, the trigger switch operated pistol handle drill was created in 1917 by Black and Decker. You guys still waiting for Milwaukee to say something here? No, yeah. no Milwaukee's not on this. Like, they also it? created the first cordless drill in 1961, <laughs> but the cordless drill drills weren't available to the public until Makita's model in mm, 1978. That explains the first cordless drills in the 60s had only 4.8 volt batteries. By the 80s, they were 9.6 volt batteries. Now, 36 volt batteries are greater exist. Wow. That's crazy. That's, that's good to know. You know, the Makita, it, it makes sense now because a lot of the, the older trades, Makita. It's Eastern European. Makita tools everywhere. Uh, Eastern European and, and mostly European are Makita boys. Okay. Yeah, that's where I see it. Uh, Portuguese, Italian is, is Makita mostly. Uh, you get the Croatians, you get... Uh, Okay. Get all those guys, Russians, they're all Makita. I find I find that the older, older Italians are Makita. My dad's generation, so around 50 years old right now, they're more DeWalt. <laughs> and, uh, hey, but it's true. Yeah, but hey. Right? 50 years old. <laughs> but, but they're DeWalt. They're, they're, they're all DeWalt. And then, and then the newer generation. They're DeWalt like, because I think they're the brightest, and that's what they can see. 
You gotta remember these guys. <laughs> these guys are up there. <laughs> these guys are they could be looking at a wall there, and all uh, of a sudden, like, get the yellow one. Yeah, <laughs> get the yellow Stands one. Out. I and see it on the job site. And then, yeah, Milwaukee's <laughs> definitely done a really good job with oh, their marketing yeah. and delivery of their. I'm tools not dismissing any of the brands. <laughs> they're all good no, for all a good, good. reason. They all right? have their specialties, but there's all razzing. But there, there is a mechanical loyalty towards Milwaukee. That's just yeah. a fact. Plumbers, uh, some electricians. Uh, yeah. Electricians are also mostly Bakita as well. Carpenters are Dewalt. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that. Framers are Dewalt. Yeah. Right, so there is that loyalty kind of thing there. Of and then and kind of learning it too. Outside of Canada is the same way too. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. I, I notice a lot of the plumbers, even myself. All my plumbing tools, like the hand tools, at least are rigid. But rigid was rigid a pipe cutters company way rigid. back yeah. in the day. They I don't know all the, with the pipe wrench. All the plumbers swear by it. Well, Ridge's plumbing tools are amazing. Yeah, as they, a professional plumber. Yeah, that's yeah, rigid. Right, and they, the, they've been doing it forever. The they've pros been are telling us. Tools. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, they've been doing. So, it. what what kinds of jobs have you guys already done, and what kinds of jobs you guys want to do, outside uh, of building the house? What do you guys want to get into? I'd like to build a subdivision. You want to get into track I, building? Yeah, I like to do track building. A lot of politics in there. I know, it, I know. It, it comes. He's the, got the experience. You got to remember. Yeah, I'm the PM here. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. A lot of bullshit rules. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. yeah. I know. You're gonna have to cut a lot of corners. Yeah, if to you, make yeah, the numbers if you work, want, if you want right? to do, yeah, you're, you got to find a way to do it without cutting corners. But how? You got to figure it out. You figured it out. I got no, no. I have to figure it out. We haven't done it yet. But yeah, track building a whole subdivision. Yeah, it's challenging. It's, it's, it's for sure. It's a challenge, right? There's so, uh, yeah. there's Matt from uh, Cambridge Feeney Builds Feeney uh, Design and Builds. I think he does track building out yeah. the, out that way. He loves it. He's yeah. all set up for it. There you go. Reasonably priced track building. He's yep. not. He's not. I don't think he's cutting corners. So uh, there is a way to do it. There is a way to do it, but I mean, there's also a speed, right? Like yeah. you got to finish it by a certain time. Yeah. It's challenging, man. It is challenging, but like when you work with schedules all day, you can make it happen. Whether that's you know, uh, increasing manpower, right? Or another one is you know, uh, what else was there? Um, you know, the workday, even if they increase it another two hours, hour after. There's a way. There's a way to do it. How do we do that in winter hours, man? We get like it's pitch black outside right five now. Five o'clock. Well, you got the, the we got the Milwaukee uh, oh, bubble the Milwaukee light. Right. <laughs> torpedo <laughs> light. That's light. it. Then you're gonna need extension cords <laughs> well, because the batteries yeah, are gonna see, run out. It, but then yeah, it depends <laughs> what stage of construction you're at, right? <laughs> and then timing's another thing. If you build, you know, in the spring, that's probably the best time. Just as everything's thawing out, that's the best time to get in the hole, start digging. When it. I first learned that the average track building home mm -hmm. took 19 weeks to make. I was wow. like, whoa, wow. what's what's not being done? 19 weeks. From from dig? Yeah, from hole to... To occupant. Yeah, to turnover. Wow. That's crazy. 19 wow. weeks, man. Wow. That's fast. That's five that's, no, that's, really, that's, fast. that's five that's months, From man. dig to get the homeowners inside. That's... that's Like, there's a lot of corners that are cut to make yeah. that. And then there's the whole deficiencies after that. Yeah, you, you always have your punch Fix list this and, and fix this and fix this, right? Yeah. But they're inside the house at that point. It's Terry. You're going to have to deal with Terry on. Yeah, Terry. Two-year warranty. Whatever they're calling themselves these days. No, no, it's still Terry on. Is it still Terry Yeah, it's still Terry on. Love to get them on the show, but I don't think they'd like to come on the show. Too corporate. <laughs> I don't know, because I would ask them direct questions, I guess. It's true. Yeah. You know? They're, they're, they Stuff speak like, legalese. What exactly do you guys fucking do? <laughs> we protect the homeowner. No, you do not protect the homeowner. <laughs> you do not protect the homeowner. Uh, uh, they do a lot of interesting things, but not protect the homeowner. <laughs> uh, so what do you guys think about the construction industry? It's changing. It's changing. In the last, sure. what, 
five years dramatically changed i agree with you right yeah it's dramatically changed in what respect uh quality you know, you, quality labor labor is another one uh materials uh material procurement's a big one now it's a Huge, yeah. Like you kitchens, know, what kitchens are like five Ten weeks out, maybe yeah. more, longer. I know little Tony. I know little Tony since I was this oh, tall. The oh, guy who was on the podcast, Atlas Kitchens. Uh, oh, okay. He's he on yeah, the podcast yeah, yeah. here. Yeah. The little I call him little Tony. His name is Tony. <laughs> yeah, I know. Does he know you call him? He's gonna listen to this. Yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, I call, I call him little Tony. No, no, no. We no, still no, need no. kitchens, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't bite the hand. That's no, he's been he's been a family friend since I was tiny, man. So I've known him for a while. So like, even if I call him to put in a favor, man, it's like. Some time out for some cabinets, you know what yeah. I mean? It's it's a long time. Yeah. So right? what would he speed it up to? Six Dep- weeks? Depend. No. I don't want to say the S word because no. if it's an S word type cabinetry, you know what S word I'm talking about, right? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, it may be my show, but I don't give a shit. You can say whatever you want to say. If it's a a square sh- shaker, shaker? <laughs> a shaker, you could tell we've been listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a shaker and it's, it's simple, I'm I'm sure he'd he'd speed it along for me. But uh, again, it's it's how his CNC machine is all scheduled out, right? We we interviewed um, a couple in Greece building a 200-year-old, renovating a 200-year-old house in Greece. Wow. wow, that's gotta be cool. And that was actually very cool. And then I got What'd to the end find? of the show. Uh, it was, they found all <laughs> kinds of stuff. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That was a funny joke. They found some nudie mags from the 60s and stuff like that. Wow. So it was interesting. But there's other things that um, <laughs> I asked them about the kitchen. I was like thinking, because they were talking about all kinds of other stuff yeah. like, that they're going to build, terrace zones. So it's a beautiful place, man. It's like a beautiful place. Then I asked them about the kitchen cabinets and I was like, please don't tell me you guys are doing shaker. And then they both looked at me like, mm-hmm. Oh, we're doing shaker. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what's in, man. It's it what, is, what's and in, that's yeah. what's changed. Too. Well, I, I can make it go out. Uh, it's <laughs> like it's not what's in. It's what's safe. That's true. Yeah, for resale, like even even shaker, like like hollow core doors or barn yeah. doors, shakers, barn door, yeah, all pocket sh- doors. That shakers. basement, that basement we did was all shaker doors. It was all shakers, yeah. man. Yeah, but they're all solid though. Yeah, it's yeah, all, yeah, all solid. Shaker, what? Single panel, two, single panel, three. Yes. Single panel. Yeah. Single panel. But still shaker. solid, though. Solid, solid yeah. yeah. You can't yeah. get hollow core. No, yeah, that's right. It wasn't hollow core, that place. Yeah. But that's still fine. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, but here's the thing. Doors. is, though, If you're doing a shaker panel door, what type of wainscoting are you doing? No wainscoting. No wainscoting <laughs> at all? <sighs> you got to do shaker panel sh- wainscoting because it goes yeah. with the door. You have to keep everything square. But now you're wainscoting yeah, square. square. And that's... I know, but that's shaker. It's not a cabinetry in the kitchen. Yeah, that's more trim. Yeah. Right, You're right. So it's the same argument about step fucking bevel trim, right? Like I don't, I'm not a fan of step. Goes in. No, no, it's just a one angle and straight down. Oh, the, I've, I, the I, classic I, the basement Toronto. I'm doing. I'm. Everybody's uh, asking for that. I haven't used that. I've Painters used love. That. I haven't used any. Painters love it. Paint. Yeah, because fuck, they use the one mm-hmm. sander. That's yeah, exactly right across. it. Yeah, right across. Instead of like, I love giving the painters all that comes in, and then on the first day, he's like, comes up to me and he pulls me over and he counts all the reveals. And he goes, see this? Really? This has fucking oh, got nine geez. reveals in here. What's wrong with you, man? I was like, okay. He goes, what's the big deal? He goes, we're going to have to hand stare everything. I go, you're a fucking painter. That's your, that's your job. That's your job. I sent you pictures. <laughs> you know what you should do? Just just get the carpenter with a, a lot of nails. No, they you can't do that because he'll lot. freak out. He'll freak <laughs> you out. You really want to get him mad. What are you guys' specialty? Like, what are you guys like doing yourselves on? Yeah, you're still on the tools, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so what do you guys like? At night, doing? I'm on the n- night. No, no, I know. I'm part yeah. of the business, but what do you guys like swinging? <laughs> flooring. Yeah, flooring? Flooring? we're good at flooring. Yeah, we, flooring, we call man. ourselves seamless. Seamless flooring. Seamless flooring. Really? Yeah. But only SPC. We don't do hardwood. We don't do tile. Don't do anything else. Just straight up free floating SPC. That's it. And we are good. Why? 
Why? It's easy. It's, it's like big it's, Lego. It's, it's easy Lego. and it's like Lego. Just locks into each other. That's just it. Locks in. Everything's locks seamless. In and it looks, it's clean. Good. Okay, but if you want to be a flooring expert, you're going to have to do a herringbone or a spine, man. Yeah, we'll get there. Glue down. Right now, we're just doing floating. <laughs> we're doing floating <laughs> we're floors, just doing man. Floating. We're good. Do we're you good. walk into any of these older homes in Toronto or these older homes yeah, in Europe? Yeah, it's pretty cool. What is it? It's all herringbone. Herringbone. We've seen a couple that have like a nice perimeter around it. Yes. Like it's beautiful. A little rosette or something. Yeah. Like inlay. Like you. You see these guys actually doing a frame around all yeah. the herringbone, and they're it's getting nice. their uh, their uh, festool, and they're doing the tongue yeah. and the groove and everything. It's I'm amazing. Like, they're that, artists. That's flooring to me. That, that's artists. artists. Even For some of our tile set, like the tile setter, oh. like some of their work is just phenomenal. You guys don't do tile. We don't do tile. Why don't you guys want to get in tile? It's hard to learn. Hard to learn. There's no school. There's, There's no, no school, school for it. Yeah. Like you can't learn it from a book. Like there's no school. For I think a lot there's some books out there, but. I wouldn't learn it from a yeah. book. Yeah, you got to be there. You got to do watch. Float and travel to use. And I don't f- <laughs> know. And even that's not correct. <laughs> what do you mean? The, the, because the trials that they're recommending, it's not designed so much on... you. you it's the tile. You have to wait until you get the tile to figure out what it is, and then you've got a trial yeah. and error to get your minimum eighty-five to ninety percent coverage on it. Yep. Even I learned that recently through uh, I had the Schluter rep in here. We were talking about that. Oh, shit. nice! Because I was asking the question about what size trial for what tile, and then he gave me the math. He showed me the breakdown, the math on based on. I was having a conversation with a tile setter. We were debating whether or not a half by half trial note notch. Mm-hmm. Gives you more mortar or less mortar than a three-eighths tall quarter-inch notch. And the math dictated that the half-by-half half does give you more, more volume. Yeah. So it's, it's the same size cut up and down versus we were thinking a narrow cut and a higher cut on a trowel. We thought you would have more collapsing, so you'd have more mortar, but that's not the case. So there is a math that you can actually use to do that. So that's what I'm saying. A book is full of shit. I've never <laughs> seen that formula in a book. <laughs> We should uh, we should test our tile setter. See what yeah. he says. <laughs> <laughs> Every tile setter, I think, is like you got a two foot by two foot tile, whatever. You're like, oh, give me that three quarter, or give me that half by half. No, you're supposed to test it out and then press it down. And I and also the other thing is that, that there's no minimum, so it's not really about where the height is, where it sits, and stuff like that. It's the coverage. It's how much you're pressing the tile in to spread out that mortar to get that coverage. On you the have tile to lift to up that it. tile to yeah. look at the back, and you have to see that there's a minimum ninety percent coverage on that tile. Well, there's all kinds of shit. And wow. then if you don't do that, then all of a sudden you're gonna have drop something tiles. on it. You're gonna have a hollow spot. A hollow spot. Like yeah, that crap. explains the hollow spots. But now you get into the world of slabs and shit like that, right? Yeah. There's lots to learn. Oh, big time, especially with slabs, right? Because, it, for example, in a condo building, the slab is never hundred percent. So then you bring in the floor leveling contractor. But what they guarantee is a flat surface. It's not level. Can't be level. It's right? impossible. So they just make it flat. Yes. That's how it works. Yeah. But it looks pretty. No, it looks clean. You guys have done condos? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You like he, condos? Uh, I don't. We've renovated. Well, how many? I don't. I, I do a lot of bathrooms and condos. Yeah. That's mostly what we do. I've done a kitchen and a How do you do the once. drains? Oh, we had a... F- we had a f- you don't move them. Can't move them. We em. don't move them. We... I actually... Uh, we fought this condo. In How this do you bathroom. do that? It's not a pan, or is it a pan? Yeah. What do you guys use? I, I dry pack? Yeah. Usually with dry yeah. packs. We'll frame the shower, dry pack, tile. No, so you're doing rubber membrane. Yeah, yeah, the membrane liner. underneath. Yeah. yeah. But what okay. are you going to do? Liner, and then we, we've actually we've started using Schluter as a standard. It, at least in his place. line. Do they, do they let you? Are they the condo allowing you to use Schluter? I know some places won't. No, yeah, they do. They still let you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a fire thing. No, I haven't had any problems yet. Foam is flammable. Yeah, but I haven't had any okay. issues yet. Okay, I was just curious about that. As long as the drywall's fire. No, they they see the spec sheet and everything. Say okay. But no, just recently we were putting in a tub in a condo. The tub was 
five foot. The bathroom was double layer drywall, so the, the bathroom was like four ten, four eight. So we had to like take out drywall, and then the drain. It was just a copper stack for the bottom of the tub, but we had to bring that lower. But the thing is, is it was going into the slab, so we had to find a way to cut it out in the slab. So first we started with the, the inside cutter. We lost it in the drain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, we just ended up using snips, really, and just going. Then you just pop the fern co on, make sure it's down enough, and that's how we got it on, man. Condos are, condos, condos are condos tricky. are a challenge, because then you, you got to be mindful work, working hours another one, right? Working hours, right. service elevator. Even an existing condo instead of a new yeah. condo. Yeah, I do yeah, more yeah. existing. He does yeah, new yeah, condos. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's why I've only done one. And Too many again. rules, man. Too many rules. Not for my liking. Where do you park? That too. Material. Damage to the hallway. Dirt. Got to clean yeah. up. Oh, I love, the, I love the other residents. They're like, oh, there's a speck of dirt on the, the ground there. Like, why is the elevator in service? Yeah, why is the elevator? <laughs> then you're trying to bring certain things up or whatever. Yeah. I don't like it. I yeah, can't drop a bin anywhere. Can't drop a no. Bin. We no. do it. Well, actually, we do it with a cube van. We park the cube van, load it with garbage, and get it out. Yeah, but now the cube van's dirt. Yeah, but sweep it out when you get to sweep the it dump. out when you get there. Or you can use a Milwaukee blower. That's it. We have that. You we have, have the blower. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. The vacuums. The vacuums. We, we, we put the tube on the other side of the <laughs> yeah. vacuum. We get a little Milwaukee blower out of it. Man. Va- I forgot. Yeah, yeah, they just came out one that runs uh, thirty six now because two eighteens. So they'll uh, yeah. It's a blower with two batteries. I'm still it. impressed, and I told it. I don't know what show it was. I said I came across a video about a Makita cooler. Ah, uh, Mik- oven. Makita's got some pretty cool. It's an oven, man. Yeah. Milwaukee slacking, man. Milwaukee needs. Makita has a coffee maker. You put the Nespresso pods in. I know. Yeah, they have that they have the Roomba. So what's Milwaukee doing? <laughs> Nobody's know. gonna do it. Nobody's gonna buy it. Makita's gonna buy that. If I think if Milwaukee makes some red and they slap Milwaukee on it, people will fucking buy it, man. I'm jo- Joe will you. buy it for sure. I'll buy it for sure. <laughs> Just buy the Makita one and spray paint it red. <laughs> Just do it that way. Or is that blasphemy? Oh, sacrilege. <laughs> <laughs> Sacrilegious. You can get the decals when you return one of the batteries or whatever and get a new battery and just like, give me the decal. Yeah, yeah can I have a decal? He, he gunned it off. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys don't think you'll be jaded by the industry? No, I don't think so. Not at all. No? I think it would have happened already. I think it would have happened. How are you going to handle a bad client? Client don't want to pay. Comes down to patience, right? Client, client refuses pay. to pay. This, uh... Client refuses to pay. Everything, yeah, well, everything's documented we, in paperwork. Everything's documented. So take the client to court. You can put a lien. Worst, worst, yeah, court. worst case scenario, you go small claims court. Usually the way we like to do it is we like to take draws in stages. So, like, when, usually when I give a quote, me personally, I'll break down everything into chunks, right? So start with the framing, then rough and electrical plumbing, and, and uh, go from there, flooring, whatever. And at each stage, I'll give them a semi-breakdown of the price. I'll say, look, this stage is going to cost us X amount. I need a deposit of half up front, and then at stage completion, I need the rest of it. And then to start the next stage, I won't start it until I take the next stage payment. Yeah. Right? So, so then I don't get caught with my pants down and saying, hey, look, if you don't pay me, I'm just not going to show up. It's simple as that. But your right? tools there, materials there, everything's there. The no, in between stages, I demob. I don't have much, right? I pack out and clip everything together, take it out. Okay. Right? I'll demobilize everything and say, hey, look, I'm not coming back until you pay me. What's to you guys being new in, not new, but yeah. new-ish, newish on your own? Yep. What's the industry doing wrong? We're not perfect. No, we're not. Or not the industry doing wrong because it, I'm it sure le- you guys going it, in, you le- look at okay, how do I make this wheelhouse better? Yeah, the last guy making it the next guy's problem. 
that's what's wrong. Yeah. I think a lot that's of still, a lot, lot of, of that's still going on. Yeah, a lot of but trades of are pushing. Course. They push. They push the buck, right? So okay, it's a carpenter's problem, drywallers problem, papers problem, papers problem, right? Papers it's, problem. It's, it's, it's it's ownership and then your of the work. Deficiency is right there. Once the painter slaps paint over it, you still see the deficiency, and it's like. But then it becomes your becomes problem. becomes our problem. Yeah, so and I, then we got to go back to the painter, uh, back to the tapers, yeah. come back, sand, so that costs more money. Would you guys go back to them or would you guys just fix it and not use them on another job? Depends what it is. If it's something major, then they're coming back to fix it. No, of course. Right? Also depends if it's my regular trade. If it's my painter that I've been using for the past three years, right? I'm going to say, hey, look, man, we got issues here. You got to get back here. Right? Yeah. You want to keep the relationship. We got to keep it healthy between us, right? It's your deficiency at the end of the day. Right, come back, fix it, and we'll be good. I'll give you the next one. Yeah. Is everybody that you guys are using the same age group? No, 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 no older, no, no. older, older, yeah, older. Oh no, sorry, I shouldn't say that. The electrician yeah. we use, the plumbers we use, they're they're around our age. They're our cousins. They're our cousins okay. and friend. And then um, the tile setter, uh, who yeah. else is pretty? Well, no, uh, my tile setter is old. Well, yeah. not old. I can't say old. If he hears me say he's old, he's <laughs> old is he? It's probably like 52. Yeah, Luigi's oh, fuck, that's fucking age. Oh, my <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so I'm fucking 51, man. <laughs> oh, okay, so sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> fucking. Uh, Both of you guys need to go to the optometrist, man. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, uh, tile setter. Uh, I find that a lot of our Finnish guys were like, that trade makes a difference in the final product. So taping, drywalling. Finnish carpenter, he's, pretty, uh, he's up there, too. Finnish car yeah, yeah. The other Luigi, our Finnish carpenter, yeah. he's up there, too. Um, he's probably like 65. Um, yeah. my painter, he's up there too. He's 62. like 62, Frank 62. Um, so they're not going to be in the game for much longer. No, no and that's we the do problem. Other, but but we're, we have we're planning. We're using other guys to start taking on smaller projects. So they're getting used to the way we do our work, the quality we expect. That way when these older guys retire, we can bring them in full time. And are they showing promise? They are. 100 yeah, percent they are showing promise. 100 percent The only thing we haven't found is a young bricklayer yet. My bricklayer <laughs> is like 76. <laughs> yeah, he is, he's up there. Yeah. So there's a few guys. I mean, it depends I on where the jobs are. Hey, if you where's the camera? If you're a bricklayer <laughs> out there, you're like 30. Give me a call, man. No, reach out to uh Craig Moore, but he's in Hamilton. I don't know if there's, a, there's another guy I follow on, 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 on social media. I forget his name. There's the brick chick T as well, TM too. Or something. I know Heavy Duty uses him. There's uh Greenstone. Greenstone, which is Mike. Oh, yeah, it wasn't Greenstone. Uh Heavy Duty, I don't know who Heavy Duty yeah, uses. Yeah, I know Heavy Duty uses is using them right now. So Okay. So yeah. And they did my neighbor's chimney. So he did good work. He's a young guy. Yeah. Why? A lot of people are asking for brick work? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, uh, yeah. We've uh, this year alone, new like brick four, work of our, four of our jobs. No, we're, we're brick work. It's repair. Uh, repair. So what we do is we'll we'll, we'll do all the, all the in house stuff. We'll take it off. We'll clean the brick. We'll stack it. Put the door in, and then the bricklayer's gonna come tooth it back in. That was a cool one. That and he did a, a cool he did a window. One. He did a couple uh, windows. Yeah, he did a window. Yeah. He did a window. I had him at another job for um, a fireplace. Did a fireplace. Fireplace yep. column repair. I had him over there. He did a. But these guys are like in and out too. It's like they'll they'll crush a skid of bricks and a half and like yeah, but that's busy, right? Who else is there? There's straight up masonry. I think Tony, Irish guy. Uh, he's in his. Nice. Uh, I don't know. He might be in his late thirties. Might be too old for you guys. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, he's perfect. Thirties, perfect. Listen, yeah. there's no age on skill. Absolutely right? not. That's uh, absolutely not. We lo we love learning, and we'll work alongside him too. Yeah, like we'll, we'll you know we'll mix mortar for the tile setter. We'll mix mortar for the bricklayer. We'll do uh, do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just so we can learn, we'll have to learn it. You, you, and it's an advantage for you too because you know how the work has to get done. You know what to have prepared for these guys, and you yeah. know, 
makes their life easier, makes your life easier, right? Got to run somewhere, grab material, whatever. You're there for them, right? It's not they have to put the phone call in, wait. It's run to the depot. Usually on a job site, a depot is within 20 minutes of, yeah. of any job site, really, yeah. right? So within an hour, you'll have what they need, right? Is it cost effective to just go to the big box? Or does it make more sense to go it, to relationships? It depends. It depends. Yeah. Um, like niche stuff, like our HVAC stuff, we go see reverse somatic all the time. Unless it's like, First thing in the morning, we need a boot or we need a 90 or something. Go to the depot. That's but size, if, yeah, size of the job. Yeah, size of the job too. Yeah. Uh, amount of material, all that. But uh, again, it also depends how out of the way our supplier is. If my supplier is an hour from the job site, I'm not going to trek two hours there and back to pick up whatever, right? Just a small little thing I can go see the depot for, right? But we try to keep it within the supplier. So building a house, what steps of the house don't you guys know too much about? I've Fill seen in the blanks, I guess. I've, yeah, I've, I'm just I've trying to seen think. it. Like, we've seen it all, right? I've seen it all. My dad's done it. I was there with him from when they broke ground to homeowners in. Um, anything specific? Like, when you But you guys seen it all, but you guys weren't paying attention no, to all of it. No, not really. Not necessarily. So, like, again, like, digging the hole in the ground. How, how doesn't the dirt cave in before you put your foundation wall up and yeah. stuff like that? Like, I've, I haven't seen a foundation wall being poured. Oh, um, no. no never oh, seen okay. That. I know. Surprise. You've seen yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I uh, haven't seen that. Um, roofing, I don't know too much about. Uh, shingles, I'm sure it's not that difficult. That's one thing I don't like saying. I don't like saying it's easy. Yeah. Nothing's it's easy. not easy. It's nothing's not, easy. Nothing's easy. Nothing's it's easy. one of the challenging trades out there. Um, for sure. But, uh, Easier to cut corners in that trade. Yeah, for sure. Easy right? to do a who goes job. up on the roof to see it, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. So Until you have a leak, then you realize you got a problem. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. It's just certain certain... Trades that I don't see every day is what I'm trying to get at, is what I don't really know too much about. Like, again, like the roofing, pouring concrete, um, everything else, like framing, all that kind of jazz I see. Stairs are tricky. Stairs are tricky. Stairs are tricky. Stairs are kind of Building on site or having them fabricated? No, fabricated. And and then delivered. Delivered, installed. Why are they tricky? Well, for example, we had uh, at that other project, we had to build them the... The landing essentially, right? Yeah, and it had to be within millimeters, of course, because it had to just drop Done that in all so the time. That's, yeah, that's, that's where drawings right. come in. Yeah, and you get them to come on site, and you verify, and we actually draw exactly where that line is. So they drew the line. We built it. I had to come back do the measurement. Is it good? Yes. Okay. Perfect. And it was bang on. Okay. All right. Thank God. No, but I had I got them back just because I did the same thing. Right? I do the same thing. I yeah. don't give a take shit. That extra just yeah, take that extra trip. I don't care. Take the trip and that's it. I don't, I don't take care. The trip so you don't have to make three it's, more trips to do yeah, it. Yeah, but it's cheaper for him to come than to send a whole new set of stairs. That too. Right? These things are made. Here's a question that I haven't asked anybody on the show before. Ever. All right. Who's the most important trade? Oh, don't don't do that to us. The framer. What? Yeah. The framer. Who's who's the most important trade? Man, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because if, if something goes wrong, it causes a lot, a lot of damage. I'm going to say the plumber. So you guys haven't really been listening all that much then. How many shows have you guys listened to? Um, Two, three. I look at every trade as all equal and not one trade is more important than area. It was a trick question, guys. It was, oh, and we failed. Because I, I, I just find it funny that I've said it before where drywallers think that they're the most important trade. And I'm like, 
Fuck you. They're not. Every, uh, <laughs> everybody is equal. It's it's fine. Everybody is equal. Yeah. Every, everybody has I guess, to the same quality and the same. I'm talking everybody damage, delivers. Yeah. Everybody delivers. It's not that you guys got it wrong or something like that. It's just that's how I look at it. No, hey, it's a great way of looking at right? it. I, mean, I, I can't say you're more important because you dug the hole. I can't say you're more important because you poured the concrete foundation perfectly straight. That's it. Framer, you built everything proper. I can't say that, right? Oh. Everybody is equal. That's yeah, how you got to look at it, right? That's really true. That's right. what I think. No, I'm going to oh, get right. a change order from every trade tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> OBC talk here. We're yeah. doing some definitions. So see if you guys get some of these right. Trust me, I don't even know. These Angelina <laughs> just puts these together for me. Uh, deep foundation. What's oh, a deep foundation? Man. It's a foundation unit that transfers load to soil or rock deep below the building, for example, mm -hmm. piles. Yep. Design bearing pressure. Design bearing pressure. Pressure applied by the foundation to soil or rock. So there's actually a static, a static? What's it called? A force that pushes against the actual... Hydrostatic pressure. That's it. That's what it is, right? <laughs> I just Sometimes I pay attention to the engineers when they're on site. Yeah. <laughs> design capacity. The total design, daily design sanitary sewage flow. Design capacity has something to do with your sewage flow. Uh, design load. Load applied to a foundation okay. unit. Developed length. Uh, length along the center line of pipes and fittings. Distributed distributing pipe, pipe in a water distribution system. Uh, distribution box, device for equally distributing affluent from a tree uh, treatment unit. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Distribution <laughs> pipe, lines oh, of uh, perforated or open joint pipe or tile in a leaching bed to distribute. Yeah, so that's basically your drainage pipe, your weeping tile. Weeping tile. Yeah, uh, that's your what's storm the, drainage. The final one. What's a drum trap? A drum, a drum trap. Take a cast on what a... And this is as per the OBC. Yeah, yeah. Drum, drum trap. trap. It it's got to be mechanical related. Uh, it's a trap with an inlet and outlet in oh. the sides of it. Cylindrically? What? Body? Is that what it is? Cylindrical body? Okay. I don't know what the fuck that is. I've oh. never installed one of those. No, neither have I. <laughs> Festa Group Contracting, Inc. Uh, Mazzoni, right? No. Mazzoni. Mazzoni. He got, he got it. Mazzoni Anthony. I butcher everybody's name. <laughs> Mazzoni Anthony at gmail.com and Joseph. Joseph, what? Oh, no, sorry. Yeah. Joseph, I was reading like Joseph Plam. Mazzoni. No, it's Joseph Mazzoni. Joseph A. Mazzoni. That's why I'm seeing it. Joseph A. Mazzoni at, at gmail.com. You guys got to change the Gmail to Festa Group. Yeah, we're working on it. Okay. Working yeah, on everything's, everything's in the Styrofoam, works. Styrofoam, man. It's brand spanking new. What else? Okay. What else you guys want to chat about? What else we got going on? We're we're pretty busy. Uh, you guys worried about next year recession? Oh man, we we just keep we keep hearing rumors about it. It's not rumors. Yes, <laughs> it's fact. It's gonna happen. Yeah, uh, it's, gonna it's fact. It's gonna it's happen. Gonna, I don't it's know. It's refreshing to hear a, a twenty something say it's it. gonna happen. You got you got interest rates. The Bank of Canada just increased interest rates again. Seven times. Uh, How do you say seven in Italian? Sette. Sette, Sette times. <laughs> Sette. It almost sounds like sad times, eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're going to be some sad times, man. Oh, man, don't say that. Price of lending. It's going to happen, go but the thing is that I think everybody's just going to have to shift gears, man. Like, I've heard guys on the show, and I've said it as well, too. It's like, fine, you don't have a whole basement rental to do, yeah. but you got a client who's willing to do a bathroom. Make the fucking best bathroom ever. Yeah, that's, that's your you know job. We, we take on that January. Kind of, we take on that kind of work, right? That's it. Yeah, right. Because starting out, keep you busy. Starting out, you take on whatever you can get. So yeah. we, we do that. We, we've done a couple uh, tub to shower conversions, and that's it in the bathroom. Break all the tile. Just in the tub. We're just where the tub surround is. Selective demo. Selective demo. Just tile and 
bought up new tile. I show you pictures after. It's pretty cool. Is it? Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. And it was an older home too. It was all what plaster. What about plumbing fixture? Plumbing fixture stays the same? No, no. You can that that all changes. So Just you already have it all open. So you put a new valve. That's in. it. Yeah. Obviously, they ask for more than one head. Then, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. it turns in from from just a head. Well, it's to actually a toe test. Into yeah, like toe a test three, four, exactly. And, yeah. yeah, it's crazy, man. Everybody, yeah, everybody wants rain head. Then everybody wants one black finishes now. Yeah, yeah black, finishes. black finishes. That like, <laughs> I don't like them, man. I like, I, I like them. I, I don't think, think they're it's sleek. it's sleek, but it, it seems just like a. Fire. I don't like them because everybody wants them. You know why the plumbers don't like them? Because they have to use toothless channel locks to put them in. Toothless channel locks Stuff and white like gloves. And First white of gloves. all, there's there's a thing called a strap wrench, and all the plumbers are gonna fucking freak out on me right yeah, now. Yeah, they don't. There's a strap wrench that you can't do yep. it, and there's always a way. I what I've learned from experienced plumbers, they know how to turn things counterclockwise or clockwise. They know how to get things out and get things in hmm. without damaging anything. They just know they figured it out. They're dealing with finished material all the time. That's what it is. Yeah. So like second nature to them. They, right? they know day. exactly how many turns until. To stop. Yeah, I've gone a little over sometimes. We all have. Yeah. <laughs> I've, cracked, I've cracked my shirt, my fair share of toilet lines. Oh, that one? Yeah. I haven't done that one, I know. Oh, I've done the body sprays. I'm like a little too tight and I stripped the brass. Really? And then I have to call the plumber and he goes, what the fuck did you do here? I was like, well, you figure it out now. And then he does his, he's got his magic. He digs in his box, digs, digs, digs for something from like 1976, yeah. pulls it out and he takes it out. And I'm like, how the fuck? What is that? Where did you get that? And then I bought one. I was like, I'll never use it. I haven't used it since. Hey, but, but the specialty now, tools so. are always great I to have. I think some of the best tools are the homemade ones. This looks like an old tool. Actually, our demo bar. That's, our ho- demo that's bar. homemade. Our demo. Do you have in the truck we show them after? I think What's that look them. like? It's, it's <sighs> very simple. Very simple. It's, it's a, a gas t- pipe. <laughs> it's a two-inch gas pipe threaded on one end. It's got the end cap on one side. And then there's the thin head of a pickaxe welded to the end of it. And it is, I swear <laughs> to God. I'm telling you, oh it's my unreal. God. We have, tile, we have ripped tile. Baseboard, parquet, parquet. Uh, um, laminate flooring, glue down flooring. So it's two uh, inch though. It's like, that's huge to grab, no? It's perfect. It's perfect, it's nice. man. Oh, it's, it's nice. got so much weight behind it. You just send it's it heavy in. heavy too, man. And, it gets but it, but yeah, but, but it's it, on the floor. You're pushing on the floor. You'll be okay. It takes, like if you go under tile and you get it, it good, it, it'll it, take up glue, mesh, and tile in one shot. One shot. You don't know chipping gun, no dust, no nothing. And and I'm as fast, if not faster, than a chipping gun. If we, you could bring a guy in there with a chipping gun. We only use our chipping gun to make holes in concrete. We don't use it to rip out tile. To do sewer like work that. and stuff for yeah, new good. fixtures in a basement. That's it. That's all we use the chipping gun for. Tiles, all that other demo, ripping out floors, trim. I use it as a like a crowbar sometimes. I gotta take out a weird piece of wood in a weird spot. Just pry against it. This bar it's is actually fantastic. pretty clever. So you, you cut. We got to patent that quickly. Yeah, you, <laughs> do, we do. So you cut the pickaxe, the, the head in yeah. half. So, so the head no, of the pickaxe the is full. like that. Yeah. You cut the, just the one tooth off it. And then yeah. we welded that to the end of the, oh, the gas pipe. Oh, okay. That's pretty clever, actually. Yeah. It's yeah. the best tool, man. I'm telling you. I've had people come to me and say, hey, I need to borrow your... Your uh, festa call, bar. Your festa bar. We, call, bar. It, we call it the Widowmaker. <laughs> the Widowmaker? <laughs> the Widowmaker. Or the ex-wife. Or we, we have a bunch of nicknames for it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a great tool. But it's, it's, and it's homemade. It's homemade, man. We should put a Milwaukee I'm sticker on it. Though. We, should. Yeah. we should. So you guys don't have employees right now? No, just our subs. Just, just it's our, us and our subs. subs. But yeah. you're going to get to a point where you're going to need to hire. Yeah. Um, What's the no, hiring sure. process going to be like? For, for me, like if I'm delivering drywall or I got to bring flooring in somewhere or whatever, I just call up friends and say, hey, you busy today? You want to come deliver some material? 20 bucks an hour. Let's go. And go. you get somebody? I get somebody. I, you, I have some guys that they don't work much. So during the week... 
Friday, Thursday, Tuesdays, I'll call them. I'll call them the day before say, hey, we got to do a delivery tomorrow. You coming? Yeah, I'm coming. Let's my, go. My hiring process is a little, little different. Yeah, but I don't. I'm I don't a very use, picky I don't, person. No, but I don't use those guys <laughs> for anything labor related. It's just I need I need a body. Right, if if I need you, I'm to come just clean saying up. it's like impressive that you can still find people just to do that. Oh yeah, because they'll like think most. Well, I'm gonna stay home. It's only twenty bucks. No, yeah, but what are you making on the couch? What are you making on the couch, or what are you making Nothing, minimum right? wage? You know, twenty bucks an hour cash is still twenty five on paper, right? After taxes of and course. everything. So, so for them, it's all worth it. And and I'm not taking old go. Actually, one of the guys I take, he's about thirty. I'll take him once in a while. He works, uh, he's a server at a restaurant at the keg when I used to work there. I met him there. And he'll come with me, deliver drywall, clean up, whatever, help me dismantle stuff, demo. That's when you need the bodies, right? And you don't have to be skilled as long as you're there watching them. And Just take direction. Guiding them. Just as long as you're able yeah. to take direction, follow instruction, and you're not an idiot, really. That's what it comes down to. If I call you back, it's because you're not an idiot, and I like you. Fuck, never, but it's called me back, man. What do you mean? I didn't invite I myself you, into this thing. I call you five times a week. <laughs> so when you guys actually start getting bigger yeah. and the jobs get bigger, yes. you're going to have to start taking 100%, on employees. 100%. So what's that job. whole interview process going to be like? Yeah, so work ethic. Work ethic and experience. That's what it's gonna, Those are the, my, the two major things I look at. Well, you've right? heard it before where like guys will put a post in. Maybe they'll get 100 people respond to the post yeah, and get 100 texts or whatever, yeah, well, and one guy shows up. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a big For problem sure. nowadays. It's a problem, right? The and then you'll get the guys who come to you or whatever, and you go through the whole process, and they'll say, well, I need, you know, four weeks vacation. I need a gas card. Yeah, some people have, like, crazy demands. I'll tell you how bad it is right now. I have a buddy who just started working at the Honda plant up, up north a little bit, and uh, he says that he gets an $8 bonus every day. He just shows up on time. What? I swear to God, that's how hard it is for them to retain if employees. If he shows up on if time. If he shows up on time, he gets an $8 bonus every single day. He What's shows up on time. What's the discounted, like, what, how much, can he be 15 minutes late or 30 minutes no, late? No, you you're there right before your shift. No, but if he doesn't show up on time. He, he just loses that day out, basically, of his bonus. Because they, they have that. So it's $8 have, a day or $8 an hour? No, it's $8 a day for showing up on time. Extra that you get at the end of the year. Okay, but bonus. if he shows up an hour late, he still just paid his regular rate and he yeah, doesn't care. Yeah, because, because, because Honda wants people to just show up and do the work. That's how that's bad how it is. That's how you motivate people? Oh. That's how bad it is. I don't is. know if that's a good idea. I don't think so. But, but now we will not be doing it, that. It's, it's because the companies are allowing this. Why are you allowing this to happen? If your employees don't show up, look for more employees. But, <sighs> but it, it must be so bad to the point that they're, they're getting to that, where, where you're getting to that point where you have to pay people a bonus to show up. That's in to me when he told me that my mind was blown. I'm like, what? What do you mean they're giving you a bonus to show up on time? He says, yeah, dude. Like people, they'll just like they'll start, they'll work for a month, and they'll just no show, no call, nothing. They'll just dip because everybody doesn't care. Nobody cares. They don't like the a job. Am Nobody I wrong to, to ask anybody that's working for you in construction to care about your business too? Yeah, for sure. You're of a course. part of it. You're a part of it. I know. If, if you're a sub of if ours, the, but, but a lot of people way. think it's odd to think that because if the company oh. doesn't do well, you're you're out of a job. That's what Absolutely. it comes down That's to. the math. Right? It makes sense. It That's makes simple. a lot of sense, right? So, yeah. It's it's crazy. And then, remember back in the day where showing up meant you got to keep your job? It doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but as, I mean, this is your generation. Yeah. It's, like, it's, this is the stereotype that's come to this. And then yep. now we're asking them to change it for the construction industry. I don't think it's going to pan out well. In the it's long gonna, term, it's some, not going to Yeah, pan something's going to well. have to break. Something's going right? to have to break. Us or them? 
us or them as in who us as in I, we, we finally give in and just start no, paying no, no, our no, dollars. No, 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 no. I'll never I'll never give in to that. Right? I do no. not subscribe to that. But you need yeah. guys. Now you've got a job and you don't have enough guys. It's gonna you guys are gonna get to the point where it's like guys will show up late or whatever and you maybe have a poor. You have something critical happening. And yep. they're not they're not gonna show up if they show up. Yeah, you know you're yourself, right. man. Yeah. No, no, that's no, when you start be, doing it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but it could be like, you know, even if one guy does it, it could screw up that whole day. If one guy doesn't show up, right? It'd screw up the day. If screw you're up the week. A, if you're writing a team. Yeah, you're right. It could screw, screw up the week. The whole week. Yeah. Right? Then you guys have to explain it to the clients. Yeah, the exactly. Clients use it as collateral against you guys when it comes later on to pay. Pay or even a review at the end of the job. Like, hey, they were late. They couldn't deliver on time. Yeah. They don't, they don't, they don't care what you're going through. They just care that it wasn't on time. Right? And what they wanted. Yeah. Well, so it is what they want, just not on time. On at time. least in that, yeah. that scenario. But that's all they Are care. you guys like all 24-7 construction? Yeah. Uh, no. I am. Um, I'm can't be, though, man. You sure gotta, you can. No. I'm just saying you can't. <laughs> I, I have to work pretty much seven days a week. Um, I want to work Just because I'm balling told. By my father, it's like, hey, we're going for Saturday. Told. I, what, do you, what am I going to do? And he tells me I got to be somewhere. I got to be somewhere, right? So <laughs> so between my jobs and his jobs, yeah, like I'm, I'm basically working seven days a week. Um, and nights. We do nights, too. Nights, too. We and do we do nights, nights a lot. So you're not working tonight, then? Nope. No. Okay. Nope. Tomorrow. But the holidays are here. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow night. When you guys shutting down? We don't shut down. 24th, you're not 25th, working. 27th. Oh no, sorry. Working. Well, we won't. Yeah. We won't. We, yeah, we won't no. work Christmas, Christmas, Christmas Eve, Eve or Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. Yeah. We'll go to the 23rd. New yeah. Year's Eve? No, no, New Year's what Eve. What the fuck? Down. You guys are young enough to be raving, man. I should be seeing neon halos on oh, your yeah, fucking those days or something. Man. Those days no? are done. Man. <laughs> those days are <laughs> those done. Days are it's the construction life. It's the construction life. Those days are done. Those days are just starting for the 50 year olds, man. Oh yeah, you guys. Is that the stage of life you guys are coming back to? We're all going back. You guys are leaving, man. Saturday night fever. Full circle. But but no, I was um before all the markets kind of came down, I was mining cryptocurrency. Um FTX? No, oh (laughs) no comment. Um but funny thing about FTX is the same scenario that happened with FTX can happen with big banks and everything. And well technically if you look at it, it did already happen to the big banks. Two thousand eight, but we got a bailout. FTX isn't going to get a bailout, even though they'll get a bailout when they realize that they need it. Ten million dollars went missing, man. That's a lot of coin. They go missing. Oh wow, it's hidden. Yeah, we know where it is. SBF's. That's, that's a whole other world. Um, but yeah, I was I was mining for myself, and I had four other clients. My basement was on average thirty-two degrees. Relative humidity was ten percent. Holy cow! And, uh, what was the hydro bill? My portion of the hydro bill was almost seven hundred bucks a month. Just Holy in my cryptocurrency mining cow. operation, it was almost I had to pay an additional seven hundred bucks a month on top of my regular hydro, but I was making good coin. So that's I made sure that my. So why not stay in that instead of get into construction? Yeah, right now it's not profitable. It's a great question, right? So my client, a lot of my clients are bailing, right? So and and again, for for me, I don't care because I was in there. I made my money. I'm happy. Right? Yeah. My clients made their money. They're happy. Well, the ones who got on a little bit later, they may, uh, I think some of them are in the red, but my clients who got early on, they're all in the green, right? Same thing with any kind of investment, mutual funds or stocks. Everybody nowadays is all hurting, unless you're Nancy Pelosi and you fucking... (laughs) 
Just follow her traits. I was, I was just about to say, the Nancy Pelosi <laughs> strategy, man. Just Visa was a good buy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but we found out after it was a good buy. Exactly. Fucking just corruption, eh? Oh, man. That well, I'm sorry, wall. but it's also in construction. We have our For politicians sure it is. selling out green belts right now. Sure. Exactly. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's got a price. Except for the little guys. Except for the little guys. Little guys, yeah. yeah. That's just kind of... Well, you guys are all just diving deep into it head first, right? don't have a choice, man. What are you going to do? Let me do a little green book. I love this. This is fine. The blood book. You guys know the green book here? Here's yeah. The green book. Roadwork fines. If the employer does not develop a written traffic protection plan for workers who may be endangered by vehicular traffic, the fine is how much? Take to the company? Yeah. Uh, the employer. To the employer. It's got to be, oh, gotta be like... Six figures for sure. I'm gonna say 150 thousand. Really? No way, man. I think yeah. five grand. I was th- I was thinking five grand is like the the ticket for like speeding. in. Six hundred and fifty bucks. Oh wow, that's it. That's for, it for, for the employer. For, for the employer. That's so you're it. telling me, Rafat, if he doesn't have, if he doesn't write a plan really? for his workers to really? live by, and he puts them in danger, yeah. he can get a fine of six hundred fifty dollars. I thought it'd be more than that. I, you're telling me you're putting a human life at $650 there. I'm thinking 150 grand over here. you take like, the risk? <laughs> if, if the worker directs traffic for multiple lanes in the same direction, what's the fine for that? They can't do it, by the way. So yeah, they, it's one, one worker per lane when they're doing flagging. What's the fine for that if they decide to do multiple bucks? lanes? I'm going to say 750 $250. Wow. Okay. All right, we're getting warmer. If a worker who may be endangered by that traffic does not wear the prescribed PPE garment, the fine is what? $150. Seems like we're just getting lower and lower. Yeah. We are. Yeah, I'm going to go, yeah, sure, 250 250 <sighs> 250 I've been caught before. No, I haven't. <laughs> Have you? No. We've only had, I think it was Jesse Barbosa that no. actually admitted to not having a lid on and he got fined 250 for it. That's that's the fine for that one. Interesting. Then you got the painters who wear their Crocs. <laughs> they tell me they're steel toe Crocs. Oh, yeah. They make sure they make. <laughs> Kitchens, we have uh, closed toe Crocs. They don't have the. Um holes in them just they're not steel spills. toe yeah they're not steel toe <laughs> like same deal they're comfy man they're or like really yeah comfy. it's like my hat's a bump cap oh it's not but yeah the, the amazon insert in your hat yeah, you ever seen those no uh, it's yeah like, they sell inserts they sell, it. they sell a plastic insert that you put inside so your you ball turn cap it into a and it's a little cap. bump cap yeah but that's not PPE. No, it's no, not. It's not. It's it's it's. it's so when you knock on their you. head, they have something there. It's okay. We know. <laughs> we're not. We're young. We're not. We're not. Uh, until the actual two by four beam. Or yeah, or comes steel down. beam hits you. Yeah, yeah. like a lintel. That's yeah. a different story, man. Seriously, yeah. That's what else you guys want to share? We're getting close to wrapping it up, oh, man. Okay, sure. What else you got to? What, what else, else we got to know? Say? I don't know. What else you guys? What do you guys want to know about construction? I mean, you guys know a lot, but you never know everything. No, you don't know everything. We learn you. Learn every day, right? New tricks of the trade every day. Are the old men proud of you guys? So my dad's not in construction. No? No, my dad's a businessman. Okay. He's a lighting distributor. So that's where you get the business side of the business. I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, the apple fell a little far from the tree. Nobody else in construction in the family? Uh, oh yeah, I know. Like my, I have, uncles. I have uncles. I have an uncle who uncles owns his own painting company. Yeah, I have cousins who run contracting company. I have a cousin who's a kitchen guy. I got a cousin who's an electrician. I got a cousin who's a plumber. Uh, that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot of mechanic. Yeah, we got a lot. 
Got a lot in the family. Yeah. So if they look at it and they look at you guys are proud of the fact that you guys are young and you guys are interested in being in construction. I think oh, so. for sure, yeah. They're I not looking, sure. ah, go do something else. Go no. to university. Get a degree. No. When I was young, well, my I went, older I went uncles, to school. Yeah, he went to school. I went to culinary uh, school. What did you study? I studied uh, civil engineering at George Brown. Did you do the whole thing? I did. Yeah. School. But so who's the civil engineering for Toronto? Engineer for Toronto. Couldn't tell you. They're doing a bad job. Are they? <laughs> what, what fell? Look at Toronto, man. It's just what, uh, what, what bridges have fell? Road work has. Wasn't there an explosion recently on Bathurst Bridge? Someone had some explosions going on. I Maybe. I can't. Bridge, I don't know. I, I, I just keep hearing about cranes falling. That's all. That, yeah. In Toronto? Yeah. This year, there was like this three year, or four. Yeah. Well, first of all, Toronto has the most cranes up in the yeah, air. Yeah, it's true. In any other city than in the world. Yeah. Really? It's yep. stupid no, it's true, how many yeah. cranes we have yeah. going on here now. It's nuts. Well, New York had that problem a couple of years ago where their cranes kept on toppling. But it, it, what blows my mind is because I, I see the crane operator every, every day, crane operator. He goes up there, he does this check, he checks all the bolts. I don't know, like, it's just an engineering failure? Is it just... I don't know. We don't know. Material failure? Right? What is it? I've been wanting to get a crane op in here on the show. Interesting. interesting. Lone man on the Lone job. man. They're up there by themselves. I know. All Shit day. In the bucket. Yeah. Eat your lunch. When the coffee truck comes, they drop a bucket, put their food in there, pull it back I up. know. It's I know. <laughs> oh. Good money. For sure. Yeah. Really good money. Can you take that isolation is, is the question. I think I go cuckoo. Right? I'm a people person. I like being around people. I like talking to people. Up there. I always be on the radio going, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? How's yeah. it going? Yeah. No, you can't because you got to And next thing you know, yeah, you're not yeah, going right. to swamp or, <laughs> <laughs> or you got a fly form that falls or, oh my God. You got to so stay much focused. Go, so much can go wrong up I there. Yeah, think about it. He's got, he's got a lot of responsibility. So what he's paid. Deserves paid it. well, but it's just a, it's a difficult job for sure. Your Mentally. perception has Mentally. to be unreal. I've, I've been in there. Visual, yeah. I've awesome. been in there while he was running it. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. And your boom is here, and your line is over here because of the wind. Yeah, it's your perception's got to be bang on. Holy cow! Yeah, it's a lot of hand-eye coordination. Hand-eye coordination, uh, a lot of communication, and and I don't know if I could do it. And you got to remember that there 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 are pickup points where they can't see sometimes. Of course. <laughs> so they're relying on the swamper and you're hoping that guy tied it right cuz there've been times where the crane operator seen the knot or whatever and been like, "Hey, listen, redo it cuz it's going to break." Wow. What's the knot that they use? It's a slip knot. They call it a sling. That's it? Yeah, it's a sling. So it's like uh, it's like a strap uh, what do you call it? Like those uh, those ratchet straps, just way thicker. Yeah. Two loops on the end. Yeah. And either they'll put it through on the hook or they'll slip knot it to carry up the rebar or I always wanted to get him on because I wanted to figure out. So that actual boom for concrete. Yeah, the bucket. Yeah, the bucket. Yeah. Is that one full load from a truck so, or is no? It's no, it's only the biggest. The biggest I've seen is two meters. Two, two meters. meters. Yeah, All depending right. on so, the size of so crane they're, you got. They're a third of the of a of a truck. Yeah. Average truck. Yeah. So wow. when you're doing a slab, that's a lot, right? But then when you're doing a slab and you got like 200 meters, you got to do with a bucket. It takes time. Oh shit! Right. Two so, meters. It's yeah. trips. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Up and down. And you got to remember, the up and down time is another two minutes. Two minutes down, two minutes up. All right? those towers going up right now. So a lot of the towers going up right now are using pumps, right? And now they've even... Yeah. How the hell are they pumping concrete like that? Oh, you have the pump. It goes up with the building. They so build the, the pump. Oh. Yeah, they build the pump. Yeah, so the same, oh, the same, way, the, the same way the crane goes up the tower. I've, I've, I've used one before. And yeah, like, yeah. yeah I, so. I always knew the crane went up with it as they built. And now they have one that the pump goes up with it as Smart. it builds. And they come electric, so you don't have to worry about the noise. Because before, they're all diesel. That would have been loud. Are loud, and when they backfire, not they back like when they take off, they shake the yeah, they shake that whole slab, and then sometimes on that floor because we put we usually put them in the hoist suite, right? 
And some of the, the floor is a finished floor. Sometimes when they shake, it'll crack the plaster on the ceiling. There you go. Deficiency, just like that. Wow. Yeah. It's good to know that, man. There you go. Yeah. Pumps. I love pumps. With a bucket, it takes forever. Like you start a pour at 12, there's chances you're pouring until 8. Ouch. Yeah. Because you got to pour continuous. You have to. And we have what we call a three-day cycle. And if you can hit that, so it's the way they, you pour an entire floor in three days of a condo. Are they building them too fast? Nah. No? This, this guy's pumping them out, man. They're pumping them out. Wow. Yeah. So if you hit the three-day, you got to remember, like, you're pouring, you're pouring slab, and then the slab you poured yesterday, you're putting, you're putting walls on top of that. Yeah. Right? So it's kind of... The concrete's ready for that, for you guys to start building for the next floor? It was. I like, concrete supply now is, is brutal. Oh, right? Wow. There's a shortage, and we don't know what it is, and delivery. But at the time, like, yeah, it was quick. It was up quick. Interesting. Uh, 20, I think we did 21 stories in like 10 months. A little different than residential construction, huh? High-rise residential. No wood. No wood. It's all <laughs> steel. All it's concrete. all steel. All concrete. Is it generally straight? No. 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 Nothing, Nothing will ever Never. be straight. Never. You can't. It's Even if you took the time, you can't really make it straight. Like even in the basement, it's like everything's off. So Every, what do you, yeah, what do you go like, off of but, to start? Yeah, how do you, hard. because again, then the, the, like when you pour, material has flex to it, right? So as you're pouring, you have the flex points. What do you do? There's no way. You can't. There's that's no what I'm way. saying. Even if you took the time, you couldn't make it perfect. No, exactly. And I know like they have formwork out there now that's made of metal. I think Luma makes it. Luma formwork. Okay. It's metal. Metal and composite, if I'm not mistaken. So... It's a little better. Always fascinating. I'm always fascinated by. It. I still look at buildings these days, and I'm looking. I go, how the fuck is that thing still staying up oh, yeah, there? You should man? see. You should see the underground, the mechanical penthouses. They're cool. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, the boilers that are up there, the holding tanks. They're massive. They have to go in before we put the roof on because you can't get them in any other way. Wow. Yeah, you got to fly the equipment up, put it in there, and then you pour your roof. Fly it up. Yeah, you got to fly it with the crane. Oh, I think like helicopter. No, no, they, they say fly. <laughs> like no, how they built no. the CN Tower, man. No. They said fly it up. Yeah, okay, what kind of budget you think? Gentlemen, you ready for the twelve questions? Oh yeah, yeah bring sure. them on. What is your favorite construction word? My favorite construction word. Word. <sighs> seamless. 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 <laughs> when, every, when everything just comes together. Everything comes together, seamless. Seamless. Yeah, seamless, or, seamless. Yeah, favorite word. <laughs> <laughs> what is your least favorite construction word? Change order. Yeah, change orders. Okay, get used to that, man. Change order. <laughs> what turns you on in construction? Finished product. Precipitating something out of my mind. Like just so, and oh, doing bringing it, it to life. Hands, bringing it to life. What turns you off in construction? Poor quality. Poor quality, lack of organization. Yeah, poor uh, quality. You guys see a lot of the poor quality. Yeah, what? that's why you got to be on top. You got to be on top of your of, the, of your trades. You, have, you right? have to be there. What's your favorite curse word? I don't know if I have a favorite curse word. Just like fuck. Yeah, like just shit. Fuck. I'd say shit. What's your favorite vehicle? Anything in the world? Oh, I like Ford Raptor. Favorite. I like the first gen. I don't like the second. The, gen. Yeah, the the new ones that came out. Not as mean. The, yeah. Right? Not as mean. It's the missing first something. Gen was it's like, funny. I saw man, it. that looks right? like you could just beat up anybody. Exactly. Actually, I saw one Second on the road. gen looks like it, like it's, a regular truck. Yeah, it doesn't distinguish from an F-150. I looked at, I saw it actually, like it's less bulky. It's not mean. Uh, they, made, they made a mistake on it's that. Something TRX mean. looks a lot better than the new. Yeah. SR-71 Blackbird. What's that? It's a spy plane from the Cold War. Oh, my God. Flies like just below like the Carmen line, which is this, the, the 
division between space and the atmosphere and flies at like Mach 7 and stupid fast and like doing t- all kinds of reconnaissance on it. It's really cool. I thought you said your RAM. Uh, my RAM would be a second. <laughs> love that thing. Yeah, we'll I stop love talking RAM. about it. Oh. What's your least favorite vehicle? <laughs> I say smart car. <laughs> that comes up a lot. Yeah. My dad's work van. What oh. has he got? <laughs> he's got a Dodge. Uh, you have a photo of it? Dodge Grand Caravan. I wish I had a, a, a caravan. He's got a caravan, but the what year? Oh, like fourteen. The, the thirty-year anniversary. So whatever year that goes back to. Oh wow. Um, okay. but he. But the thing is, he's just not organized with. He just throws everything in. So like when I got to go dig up with tools, windows or without windows. With windows. With windows. Yeah. Windows. Yeah. No back seats. Yeah. No, no back, back seats. <laughs> Where the seats in the backyard? What's going on? Where the are they? You no stone go. They go in the floors. No. Oh. That's right. Do That's, they? Yes, yes, they do. That's, oh, I was wondering. Yeah. They, they pop them up. They put a seat back there for me. Yeah, the, the, the one-seater. The yeah. one-seater, yeah. Turn the I, Miata into a yeah. Ford Ranger. I got the table saw on my lap, you know. <laughs> yeah, his trucks. Thank God it's cordless. What construction sound or noise do you guys love? Oh, I love the drill. Any drill? Any drill. Um, Yeah, any drill. I love the noise. Construction the noise that I love. Two-by-fours hitting the floor. I don't know. There's just something about the wood. Just like, clink? Like, like the clink of two two by fours hitting each other. What profession other than your own would you guys like to attempt one day? Dentist. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I missed oh. one. What construction sound noise do you guys hate? Chipping gun. Chipping gun? Hate the chipping gun, man. My phone. <laughs> your phone? Because you, usually I know it's, it, it's, uh, it's either there's a change order somewhere, there's a schedule change somewhere. I'm going to have to do another run somewhere. Yeah, something like that. I love that you guys keep on bringing up change order because welcome to construction. <laughs> I know, That's it, yeah. I know, but it's what bothers us the most. What? And you know what? And just for the record, I've watched tradespeople build their own properties and hire the same guys that they work with on clients' properties, and those contractors still make those same mistakes. They still... Really? Are not fully aware of everything. You figure, yeah, you think like you fit it through all of it, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, sure enough, no, no, we got to change this, we got to change this, we got to change that. And I'm like, you're a professional, man, and this is the part that you hate about clients, and you're doing it yourself. yourself. Yeah. Oh man, I've seen it. I see it over and over and over and over. And so, hmm. uh, what profession other than your own would you guys like to attempt one day? Dentist. Dentist. Yeah. You get to use tools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little tools. A UV gun. A UV gun. <laughs> a little bit of glue, too. A little bit of glue. glue. <laughs> <laughs> the PL in yeah. the <laughs> The mouth PL. That's yeah. the one thing we don't have battery yet. We don't you know, have battery If you do that, gun. bring bring a caulking gun into yeah. there and put it right next to all the other dentist tools. Right, so they pass out. A little PL. <laughs> that's Cyber, the one. Yeah. Uh, cybersecurity. I think it's interesting, you know, just knowing about like how networks around us work and scary. Our, it is scary, and that that's why there's a bit of fear because it's, it's fear of the unknown. But when you know, it's like okay, you can secure your own home network, you can secure other people's networks for them, you know. And it, it's scary what people could do on the on the internet, man. It's, it's terrifying, just yeah. remotely too. It's they can I rob go, you. I want to go back identity. to coconuts and palm trees and on an island. And nothing. Well, what was life like without a cell phone? I got to ask you that. Me? Yeah. <laughs> It was actually really good, and I never did a pager. <laughs> really? I was never really? one of the pager find guys. find a payphone. I was, yeah, quarters. That's quarters? all it was, right? Quarters. Keep quarters cool. in the pocket. That's all. Calls. And then you get the first phone, and uh, you're texting, and you're using the one button for three digits, right? Three characters. And, and the Blackberry. You know, fucking ass, man. Yeah. To send the communication, right? Yeah. <laughs> what was life before? <laughs> what profession would you guys not like to do? 
professional guy, though. I hmm. thought about this, too. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember what I said. To who? To, not to no, me. No, no, no. To, to us. We were having dinner the other night. We were just talking about <laughs> it, kind of like prepping ourselves for this. What profession would I not like to do? I think uh, I'd say waste disposal. No, but but it's an honorable Sweet. job. It is. It it's just an an I, I don't. Job. Think it doesn't I have to be do construction related. It could yeah. be anything. Um, yeah, I know. I'm just yeah. trying to think. What job would I not like to do? Satura- oh, s- saturation yeah. diving. Sorry, yeah. Satur- saturation diving. It's a very scary job. So what they do is they put you in a, in a bell, basically. They put you in a diving bell. And they put, like, uh, X amount of atmospheres of pressure onto you. And they mix the oxygen with helium. And they send you down to the bottom of the ocean to weld stuff and to, like, oh, hook up. Isn't that an underwater cables. welder? I've yeah. fucking Oh, underwater welder, yeah. And, and, like, something goes wrong. You have a catastrophic failure. You're dead. You come up and something's wrong. You get When you come up, yeah. you actually have to stay in your bell still yeah. you're for, not, to you're decompress. You're not dead. You're, like, graphically fucking. Yeah. Mort. Oh. You're, there, there was an accident where something wrong with the door and the seal went and there was no bodies it was just mist oh my god that's how much of the difference in pressure that they have inside that chamber and when you eat food you can't taste it because the helium that they put in the air to make sure you don't get nitrogen bubbles in your blood it messes with the, the way you smell things so how do you, you know all this shit? i was gonna say I'm, you know a lot about scary stuff I, I, i'm i'm for me, specializations for insects. I love learning about everything and anything I can get my brain around. If I can understand a concept, I love to learn it. I'm I'm just a big sponge. I love learning and we're gonna have an interesting car things. ride on the way home. <laughs> me very neat <laughs> things. What was yours? Sorry, no, I'm gonna change. I just say veterinarian. I don't have the heart to you know see animals in pain or it's hard, right? Yeah, so I'm gonna go with that. Last question: If heaven exists, what would you guys like to hear God say when you arrive at those pearly gates? I'm hoping it doesn't say change order. <laughs> <laughs> change order, go to the other place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> change order. Um, Just great good work. Good yeah, good great good work. Job, man. Good, job, man. good job. Good job. Great work. Thanks, guys. Thank oh, you. Nice. Thank you. you. This has been great. Real pleasure. Nice, awesome, meeting you. Fun. nice to meet you guys and, uh, and all the best. And hopefully. Thank you. Hopefully you don't fuck up too many times, but you learn from the fuck ups. That's all. Yeah, you have to. We allow ourselves to a job. To a job. To a job. That's it. After that, we start pointing fingers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is it me? Is it the trade? Who is it? Everybody, (laughs) check it out. Festa Group. There's no website, right? Not yet. No No Instagram yet? Not yet. yet. It's all happening, right? It's all happening. And where are you guys getting work? Just word of mouth right now. We're just word of mouth right now, yeah. Business is good. Business is good. Business is great, yeah. A lot lot in the pipeline, so it's exciting. We're excited. So then you shouldn't be worried about a recession next year then. I'm not. He is. I'm I'm just, I'm a realist, man. At the end of the day, it's all going to come down and we're going to If it doesn't happen, then you guys keep working. That's all. It does happen. You're you're prepared for it. We will keep working. That's it. Always keep working. Simple as that, man. That's it, yeah. There's always enough work for everybody. Absolutely. Lots of work in Canada. Lots of work in Canada. (laughs) And we'll go to Florida, if anything. So hey. Yeah, it's true. There's lots of work there. Yeah, they're rebuilding. It's everything. Thanks, guys. Really Thank appreciate you. it, man. All right. Thank you, Angelina. We are out of here.